Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout and be heard. And that's what happens when Elmo grows up to use the internet. I'm just talking. What? <laughs> what? What? What's new? What are you doing, Effie? Ah, oh, what's new, J Dubs? Welcome into the hideout on a Thursday night. Funniest night show in America, best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. Here in the hideout, you don't use your real name. We're never going to see your face. You can call in, say what you want to say. Be who you want to be tonight in the hideout. 407 916 1041 and star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. That's how you be somebody in the hideout. You pick up the phone, dial those numbers. Uh, a lot to get done this evening. The entire crew is here, Matt Albert. Tommy Bateman, Chunks as well, supporting the show in any way that they can possible. And uh, here we are with you on what was just a gorgeous Thursday afternoon. Beautiful. Nice dry heat. Reminded mm-hmm. me a lot of Texas today. Not a cloud in the sky that I could see. Right. Just gorgeous out there. Uh, one of those sure. days where if I had a better body, I'd be in the water. Yeah. Where if I had the op- if I wasn't hairy... And flabby, I'd be walking around without a shirt. Do you swim with your shirt on? Yes. I used to be in the same boat. Now I just say, screw it. I always play it off as people are looking at my stupid tattoos when they're staring at me. Right. When I know it's my floppy belly and my big nipples. Even when I uh, get back into shape, mm-hmm. I'll still swim with a shirt on. Uh, hair. The, the hair is still a problem for uh, you? Uh, it's not just a problem. It's... it's uh. Yeah, it's like this tremendous growth, almost like cancer, where it's out of control, there's no stopping it. Sure, you can shave it away, but it'll just come right back. Now, when you're with a chick, how long does it take for you to uh, have sex with her without the shirt on? Well, here's what I do. I shave the back and the shoulders when I know we're going to get it for the first time, mm-hmm. and then, you know, comfortable. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden it starts growing, and I'm like, wow, when did this happen? <laughs> What I do? I never had this before. When I'm first with the chick, I'll I'll have my shirt on, but I'll have it pulled up a little bit, so it looks like I have almost a sports bra on. It's the most disgustingly uh, disturbing thing you could ever do. Doesn't but for that, some reason, it makes me feel comfortable. Doesn't that make you look fatter? Yeah, but it covers up the nips, and that's what I have the biggest problem with. The belly's not as big of a problem as the nips. Get a bisexual girl. Yeah, that might be a good idea. They might like a little play with those. But it's really a weird thing. Uh, you want to go ahead and take off your shirt? Nah, I'm all right. It's cold. Now, when you get out of the pool, do you shake like a dog? Do you get it all out of your fur? No, because I got a shirt on. Mm-hmm. By the way, can't be a white shirt. No. Has to be a dark colored shirt. I stopped going to uh, to uh, like uh, water theme parks because I would be riding down the uh, the, the, the slides with a shirt on. It would always get all stuck on the slide and everything. Well, when I was back in shape mm-hmm. there about, I don't know, six, seven months ago, I wore Under Armour. 
because it looked okay. Mm -hmm. It almost kind of looked like a wetsuit. And my body was at such that it didn't look bad, but I still didn't want to take it off because of the hair. And amazingly, you go to the beach, there are people out there who just don't give a damn. There's people much worse than uh, you or I. Here's the thing. Here's the problem. I was real fast, and we'll get to what the, the Dateline stuff, mm-hmm. which is just classic tonight. I'm such a narcissist and so self-absorbed that I believe everyone is looking at me at all times. Yeah. So I uh, cannot go without my shirt anywhere. You know, even walking around the gym, I have a tough time because on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, I'll go to our, over here to RDV before the show, and. I'll go over to, and like when I'm walking around to get in the shower, not only will I have a towel around my waist, Mm -hmm. I'll have a towel over me, (laughs) like a shawl. (laughs) All right? So then I'm over there, and I, because I'm trying to rehab my calf, so I put it in the whirlpool. And so I'm I'm putting it in the whirlpool to warm it up before I do some cardio. Yeah. So I don't get completely in. I just pull up my shorts and I sit on the side because it's just my calf and, you know, kind of dangle my calf mm-hmm. and my leg into the the whirlpool. Well, I'm doing that, and there's already a guy in there. And he looked a little creepy, but I'm like, yeah, no big deal. Whatever. Well, he stands up. He's nude. He's nude in the public whirlpool. And I'm thinking to myself, dude, you can't put on some Mondays? Or even a towel? You're going to sit there nude in the whirlpool? A lot of men enjoy being nude in the men's area. More than that. But the thing is, the good move about doing it in the whirlpool, the whirlpool tends to uh, get the blood circulating yes. so you don't look as small. Well, when he gets up and out, it looks like he's more than just uh, not what? excited. Oh, he was a little turned on? I believe the term is a chub-chub. <laughs> So I'm like, what the hell? And I thought, all right, this guy's a wacko. I'm still sitting there. I'm about to get up, go do my workout. Mm -hmm. Another guy walks in. Now, I happen to be standing or sitting right near the stairs. Well, this other guy walks up, kind of sneaks up on me from behind. I'm eye level. (laughs) He is new, too. Hopping into that whirlpool. And your big dog tongue starts hanging out, slobbering on the floor. And I'm just thinking, am I the only one here who is not? Probably. And then I start thinking to myself, what's the problem? I mean, honestly, what's the difference if they have some swim trunks on? I remember when I was a, I was a kid and uh, we did some kind of odd field trip to some like RDV type uh, sports complex type thing where we could go play basketball, go swimming, do all this different stuff. And we went into the locker room. Nothing but old, naked men. And they're old, naked uh, dugans. The old men are the worst offenders. Yeah. I mean, the old guys have no shame. And I guess it's to the point where, you know, you've been around long enough, it doesn't matter. And I'll tell you what. When I kill myself, it's going to be because I'm an old man and I've got the uh, gray nether region. Because for something about old men, they turn into kind of like an elephant-type skin down there, and it turns a grayish color. Did I tell you I, fought my, I, I spotted my first uh, gray hair down there? Oh, really? Yeah. And I was like, Jesus. I haven't gotten that. I've gotten uh, gray hairs on the side of my head. I haven't gotten it down there yet. I was just one. One lone wolf. 
You're going to be a silverback gorilla pretty soon with all that hair you got. Dude, it's over already. It's just the oddest body composition. (laughs) Yeah, you're falling apart, my friend. You're 28 (laughs) years old and it's over. He got the uh, internal hemorrhoids, the gray uh, nether region hair. All right, let me ask you, just real fast, just put it out there. I'm in no means, no way homophobic. Mm -hmm. But isn't it kind of gay if you're sitting in a whirlpool nude? Yeah, definitely. Because you wouldn't, it's like being in a bathtub nude. With other dudes, there's but, a there's a lot of homoerotic moves happening in the uh, in the uh, the what are they the uh, locker rooms of those places? Well, not this one specifically. I mean, it's uh, a great any place. any place, any right. kind of place where you're working out and it's kind of a public area, it always ends up like that. What's the gear move? I guess that's why they call it a bathhouse. Yeah. What's the gear move? Walking around with just a shirt on, or walking around with your in your underwear? With your shirt tucked into your back pocket or back of your underwear. I don't know. What's gayer? I think one's nerdier. I think the first one. Just I, no, just shirt. Hold on, let me t- let me ask you though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Now that I think about it, the other one's an old man move. My dad still does that with his nice dress shirt. He'll tuck it into his underwear. No, I'm saying you, you aren't wearing the shirt. You just don't want to carry it, so you have it tucked into your <laughs> ass area. Like it's a Crips. Yes. Uh, <laughs> like it's a like it's a do rag. All right, hold on now. Think about that. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just kind of stuck on something. So guys will get into a whirlpool nude together, mm-hmm. but they wouldn't get into a bathtub nude together. Why would you get in a bathtub nude together? Why would you get into a whirlpool nude together? Isn't there like a proximity? All right, let me ask you. Hold on. At 407-916-104. Here's the thing about the whirlpool. You can't see down to the bottom of it, so you don't know where your foot's wandering. That and isn't there like a foot rule, like a personal space rule? Because you know what? Sometimes when you go to the movie theater, you have the chair in between. Mm-hmm, the most seat. But when you're in the whirlpool, sometimes you don't have the luxury. You're kind of bunched up in there together, nude, like a big pack of gay sardines. Yes. What if it's like two naked chicks and four naked guys in a big whirlpool? Uh, that was actually offered to me once, and I still wouldn't go in. I, I, I actually, I actually have been nude in a whirlpool with other men, but there were chicks nude too. Yeah, whatever, homo. I don't think that's enough. But for some reason, it was three dudes on one side, three chicks on the other. Just like it's a school so, dance. So it wasn't like you know, dude, chick, dude, chick, dude, chick. It's like a dude grab, dude grab, dude mm-hmm. grab. I don't know, man. I guess you guys are into it. I don't hear anybody uh, thinking it's weird. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one. I guess we're the only ones that are just like. It would freak me out. Straight, except for maybe Dubs. What? Yeah, you yeah. were in a whirlpool with naked dudes but next were, to each other. There were chicks there too, man. I don't think it's enough. They were just tucked. Damn you! That looked like Figuring Kathy Bates, out. like it's a about Schmidt. I don't know, man. I'm just thinking about that. Wondering what's going on. Do you think you'll ever get to that point where you just screw it? Don't care anymore? Yeah, because everybody else... I guess I'm an old man. I I wonder when you make that leap, though, because at a point, all these guys couldn't have been 
you know, comfortable with that. Here's the thing. Oh, God, now I'm going to sound a little. They were all kind of like younger in shape dudes. They just gotten down working out. Testosterone's flowing. Uh, I mean, it, it, it's a whole thing of when you were when you were in high school, you weren't really uh, uncomfortable showering with other guys, were you? Yes. You were. I didn't think it was right then. Again, I'm such a narcissist though, and have such an awful body image. I'm thinking everyone's looking at me, checking out my goods. Justin and Longwood, you're in the hideout. What's up, Justin? Hey, how you doing, hideout? All right, buddy. Listen, man, you got it all wrong. That's a great male bonding experience, sitting in the whirlpool, getting the little chub going, you know, laughing and joking, cutting up, maybe pitching an ass here and there. All right. I guess, you know, you learn a lot about your, your friends there. Hey, maybe that should be our next promo shot. All of us in a big whirlpool naked? Yes. Thank God that will never happen with Matt. I think Matt's in the middle, and we're all kind of cu- like cuddled around him. Ew. Like, resting our heads on different folds. No, stop. I'm going to throw up. Just a... Oh. I have two f- pillows for you if you want them. Mm-hmm. It's a hideout row radio, 104.1. Are you trying to uh, insinuate that the, uh, the hot tub thing is sexy and it's getting you all hot and bothered over there, Bateman? No, but it's a hot tub. Uh. It's a hideout road radio 104.1 on a Thursday night. How is everybody? 407-916-1041, Half I'm pretty good. That's good. Bateman, roll call. How are you? Great. Matt. Fidgety fine. Fantastic. He uh, sighed before he turned his mic on. Mike in Orlando, you're in the hideout on Rob Radio. What's up, Mike? Hey, for one, yeah, if you're in the hot tub with some guys and you're naked, you are gay. Okay. But think about this one. If you're in the hot tub with four naked chicks and you don't get excited, does that make you gay? Oh. No, I think that means you have self-control. If you were in there and you were unable to get excited... I think then yes. You know what, Mike? I think you're right. I think if you if you do not reachie, achieve physical excitement when in a whirlpool with four chicks, even if they look like Kathy Bates, you're not a man. I say if you just can't do it, yeah. But if uh, you have self control and you can keep uh, keep uh, the dog at bay, you can keep the red rocket from show- rearing its ugly little head. Mm-hmm. Schmeared off ice, man. You're in the hideout. Come on, guys. Could, hold on real soon. Could you imagine how different the world would be if we had red rockets and not, like, what we have? And just how odd that would be? Go ahead, Shmirnoff. Yeah, I was just going to say that uh, I had a hot tub in my own house, and I, I jumped in there nude all the time by myself. But when I had people over, I always made sure it was a guy-girl, guy-girl, for God in. I only did it twice, and it was kind of weird. Uh, I didn't really like it too much, but there's naked girls in there, so I had to do it. Now, here's the other thing about that, too, Shmirnoff Ice Man. Uh... If you're accidentally in there and you got hairy legs rubbing up against each other mm-hmm. and you don't mean it, that's uh that's odd. Thank you, dude. I just got an email at uh, jdubsjdubs at wtks.com. Um, you guys are stupid homophobes. Grow up. Sheesh, Angel. I'm not Angel, douchebag. Who's Angel? This is the people, funniest story ever. People think that I sound like Angel. 
I only wish you were an angel. Yeah, I'd be throwing you over the wall right now. Hey, Angel, it's nice that you found a spot here. Then I'd have someone to talk to in Spanish. Beat it, Joel, you douchebag. <laughs> I hate you. Is this the one you got earlier in the office? Yes, well, he, the same guy. <clears throat> and now he's just messing with you. Hey, when you read the thing to me, he was like, hey, Angel, how are you doing? I thought it was like... You know, like someone trying to be funny, like, hey, yeah. Angel, how are you doing? Like, my little angel. No, he thinks I'm Angel. I look, I don't, I, am I, of... I don't, I like Angel and everything, but I'm not him. Well, what kind and of car don't... should I buy? I don't know. Hot Rod, or I want to go with some race, do some racing stuff. I don't keep up with my Angel trivia, I'm sorry. He does a show. How about whenever you're sick, Angel just sits in, and it's like you never left. That's fine. I'd love that. You guys are stupid homophobes, grow up. Hey, look. If you're, it, fine, Joel. if you're fine with that, then call me and tell me it's okay. Yeah. Instead of writing me your stupid angel emails. All I'm telling you is I'm sitting there with my legs dangling in the whirlpool. I look to my right, all of a sudden there's a, a dude. It's I, mean, a, I don't think that's homophobic. I think that's just a comfort issue of uh, how close you... Uh, I mean, we aren't... Uh, are the, the system we have set up is not to make you comfortable around other naked people. Even women, it's supposed to be looked down upon. Mm -hmm. It would be an odd thing if there were naked women just in the public whirlpool. Yeah, Joel. I don't think that's any less odd. I wonder what Angel thinks about this. Angel, your thoughts? Talk, Angel. He's not here. (laughs) Angel's not here. Why is he talking in third person again? Damn, Joel. Let's go to uh, Smack Daddy in Orlando. You're in the hideout. What's up, Smack Daddy? Hey, how's it going tonight? All right. Hey, I got the, one of the greatest bits that you guys could ever pull off. All right, what's that one? Take chunks over to the, uh, where, the, where you were with the hot tub. Mm-hmm. That didn't get in there naked like you know, like the other guys were doing. But about two hours before you go there, give him a couple of Viagras. <laughs> All right, so and, you know, and make sure that, that when he stands up and gets out of the hot tub, there's five people in it. <laughs> oh my God! I thank you, Smack Daddy. I, I, I have somebody with a video camera on the other side, kind of taking uh, maybe a, a shot of it, so y'all can put it on the web. All right, now here's no, I don't the... want a picture of his Dugan on the web. I don't know what you want, Smack Daddy or Joel. Maybe it's a good idea. Maybe we should. Maybe we send them out. We send them out to a nice uh, <laughs> public pool. Well, I don't want, want them where any children would be. Now, are there children running through the area you're in? Actually, yes. All right, that's wrong. Now, yeah, now that I think about it, because it leads right out to the swimming pool, um, it leads out to the swimming pool, and there are. Yeah, there are children who are running back and forth right where the whirlpool is. Yet somehow that's okay when you think about it. When you, I mean, we have uh, we have these uh, tapes of people getting busted for you know chatting uh, about being nude with uh, children, and actually people are doing it. I know that uh, most of them don't have any kind of urges for that, but it would be a easy thing for a guy to do, you know, where he just wants to uh, get a little cheap thrill. Bob and Tampa, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Hey, how's it going? Hi, Yo. buddy. 
Uh, much of this is like within your self-conscious, you know. It's the way that you perceive the situation. Yeah. If you're yourself and you have nothing towards it, then you know, there is no reaction or wrongdoing. You will admit, though, that our society is kind of set it up to where we're supposed to be uncomfortable nude. I'll admit our society really sucks right now. Well, I, I'm not going to disagree with that one. <laughs> and, and just like, you know, dating, or, you know, it's just, you know, what do women want? You know, anything that you don't have, I mean, you know, and that's their problem. It's not my problem. All right. Thank you, Bob. Appreciate yeah. it, bro. I will agree if somehow you could get over. Like, I wish I was comfortable enough to walk around nude. Mm -hmm. I think it would make life a lot easier. All right. He heard us talking about him. He's calling in. Who? Angel. Angel, you're in the hideout on Rural Radio 104.1. I'm a big bear stud, bear stud, bear stud. It's not Angel. I enjoy the company of a black man. Wow, Angel. I know, I know you're on SBK Live. I didn't know that was the reason why. Yeah, I'm going gay. Oh, wow. It's a big announcement for Angel here in the hideout on Rural Dude, I just gave oral to a dude. Okay, that's enough. Thank you, Angel. <laughs> I'd be making love to a man. All right. Thank you. Actually, I'll let Angel take credit for those ones. <laughs> now, all of a sudden, it's okay. Yeah, those are Angel. All right, Dubs. I guess we are homophobes then. I just wanted to throw it out there. I didn't realize. I guess not. All right, well, then, just real fast. Okay. How come it's okay in a gym setting, but it's not in a public beach, or it's not at a public pool? The nudity. I mean, you are uh, kind of with the same... Audience there. Yeah. Again, but if people were walking around in a public pool... Just everything flapping? I think you would have the same reaction that I'm at rea having about this world. Everything slapping together off the uh, off the, uh, the uh, diving board? Actually holding his own diving board while he's uh, jumping off the diving board? Has a little army man sitting on it? What the hell's wrong with you? All right, Freak says, have Matt Albert sit in there nude while eating a vanilla ice cream cone. Just dripping on his chest. Ew. Nick out of UCF, you're in the hideout on Rural Radio. What's up, Nick? Oh, damn, he had a good one. He said, we need to come up with a new word other than homophobic for a situation like this. Because I'm not. How about just uncomfortable? I don't think it's un uh, homophobic. I don't think you're afraid of gay people by doing that. You just are uncomfortable around other nude people when you aren't nude yourself. I mean, it would be a different thing if you were walking in there, walking around naked, but no one else could. That would be a different thing. In fact, the more I think about it, the more I'd be a never-nude, like Tobias in uh, Arrested Development. Mm -hmm. Essentially, I am. The only time I am ever nude is when I'm in the shower. That's it. I never lounge nude. Mm -hmm. I hate it, as a matter of fact. I'll say this. The only time I, I never have underwear on, shower. I will never go uh, freestyle. This son of a bitch. Hey, Angel, stop saying my name, or I'll devote the next week to uh, undercover uh, uncovering your true identity. Ask Otto and Drew. Was he afraid that he's going to find out you're Justin Johnson from Fowlerville, Michigan? Yeah, I don't know. That I live over at the Arbors? I don't know. I don't know what he's afraid of. <laughs> he's afraid of noodles. Joel's afraid of a lot of things.
Jonathan and Kirkland, you're in the hideout. What's up, Jonathan? I'm doing all right. Uh, just had a question for you guys. Do you think it's worse if you know the guys or if you don't know the guys? All right. Wow, dude. You've, you've, you've actually uh, brought up a very interesting question. All right. Let's say it's the five of us here in the hideout nude in the whirlpool. Is that more uncomfortable than if it's you and four of the guys you don't know? I think it's more uncomfortable if it's guys you know. Mm-hmm. I think it's way more. Now that I think about it, I couldn't be around you guys. If we all sat naked together one time? I don't even like us going in the restroom together. What do you think, Jonathan? I, You know, personally, I don't know. I think it would be kind of weird if, you know, <laughs> faces you know and people you had to deal with on a daily basis. So. All right, imagine if it was this. Imagine if it was all the real radio lineup. So it's you and me, Dubs, mm-hmm. Mr. Phillips, Shannon and Russ, and we all have to sit together nude in a whirlpool. I think we have our next billboard idea. And each of our producers giving us back rubs? I like that a lot. We get to nominate which producer? I pick Matt. Those big meat claws of his. I'm not a producer. I'm a phone screener. Sorry. <laughs> You're hardly that. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. <laughs> Dubs wanted me to kick out a shout-out to his new best friend, Joel. No. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. feed into more emails. What, Angel? I guess he's sending you photos now. Yeah, I don't know what's up. I don't know if these are him or not. I sure hope not. Hey, did you take Monday off? No. Oh. I'm a uh, Caucasian. Dan and St. Cloud, you're in the hideout. What's up, Dan? Hey, how you doing? I love your show. Thank Listen, you. um, I was just I just turned on a little while ago and uh and you brought up a subject that uh, my wife and I have discussed and a few other people from time to time. A woman will go to the beach wearing absolutely next to nothing. Mm-hmm. Okay? almost nothing. But get them at home, they won't come out of the bathroom, yard, don't even ask them to go out to the car in their panties. All right, now, I could never quite figure that out. I've said this before. Like, um, the, my chick now, it's the same thing. She'll go out in a two-piece, look just badass, awesome. But when it's walking around her apartment, um, she's throwing a towel over when she's got panties and a bra on. You're so right. I don't. It just seems really, really weird. That's why I'm saying if if my whole situation with the whirlpool thing had happened at a public pool. Would people be okay with it as opposed to where it was kind of an enclosed, private spa whirlpool? No, that's a good point, Dan. Unfortunately, I don't have an answer for that. For that. I've been wondering for years. What's your well, chick, you know, what does your chick say? She says, well, it's just, you know, because it's, it's a bathing suit. So they, they, sort of, they sort of rationalize it by saying, well, that's a bathing suit, and this is underwear. And I guess it all comes down to, like, you know, how you were brought up or, you know, whatever. So it's all, it's, it's in your head, really, is all it is. Exactly. It's completely semantics. Thank you, Dan. All right. Take care. It's the exact same thing. Sometimes those bras have the exact same padding mm-hmm. that a bathing suit would have. Yeah, exact same covering, maybe sometimes more, depending on the kind of uh, bathing, uh, bathing suit you do wear. But, uh, like, if you're wearing a thong around or something, a thong bathing suit... What's the difference between wearing that or just regular underwear and bra? Uh, let me ask you. So if someone's walking down the street and they're, like here in Florida, Cocoa Beach, mm-hmm. in a two-piece, it's cool. But if she's walking around in what's obviously a Victoria's Secret mm-hmm. matching set, would that be uncool? Well, I think people would look at her 
odd, even though it's the same type of thing, the same amount of clothing. I feel like this is pot talk, but I'm just wondering why. Why that is. You get another email from your buddy, Joel? Yes. <laughs> Damn you. <laughs> again, those, that, those are him in the pictures. Again, that's J-Dubs. That's J-D-U-B-S at WTKS.com. And I guess that realradio.fm works now, too. Yeah. Uh, Cheryl, ladies first in the hideout. Cheryl in Orlando. What's up, Cheryl? Oh, I was just thinking, why are you having such an issue with the guys? Girls have just as much of an issue, especially if they're clean-shaven. It's a little bit freaky. What do you mean? In a roll pull. So girls do it, too? Girl, yeah, but, well, we do it, but we're not comfortable with it. Not anymore. Yes, you, you know, are. And, it, and it's not homophobic. No. Yeah, I know. I agree that I agree that it's not homophobic at all. It's just uh, I want to be comfortable, uh, and I'm not walking around naked. Well, and I'm not I'm not saying that... Uh, if I was walking around naked, no one else would be able to. But I mean, I think uh, I think it, it should stop at you know when you're showering and changing. That should be the only time when you're allowed to be naked in those situations. When you're in a whirlpool, throw some shorts on. Unless yeah, you're a clean-shaven hot chick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in fact, now that I think about it, I think I saw an episode like this on Sex in the City. Now, where the brunette wasn't into being naked in the steam room, and the rest of them were okay with it. All right, and that sounded a little odd, to mm-hmm. be honest with you. I'm, I'm, I'm using a reference for Sex in the City. Hey, Cheryl, what about the... Now ho- it maybe is a little homophobic. Yeah, what about the whole panties versus uh, just a regular bra? Um, I'm sorry, like a regular two-piece while out in public. I agree. There's something about the whole panty issue, and especially uh, the thongs are okay as a bathing suit, but they can't be in public if they're underwear. I don't know. <laughs> just, it's, and I have some great Victoria's Secret bras that I would love to, as much as I show off. Them, right. I'd love to be showing off. Yeah. Uh-huh. Try it just in a radio studio first. Yeah. Thank yeah. you, Cheryl. Appreciate it, sweetie. Work your way Thanks. up to it. Mm-hmm. Well, help. Get a little comfortable, and then. Take it to the streets. I just want to let you know that character you're talking about in Sex and the City is Charlotte. Charlotte. Beat Charlotte. It. The hottest of the uh, four. Yes, I agree. Beat it. Thank you, Chunks. Appreciate Chunks it. likes the redhead. <laughs> <laughs> Only when she has really short hair, though. You know when a pinchy would, uh, you wouldn't turn it away. No, you're right. Uh, Kitty in Melbourne, you're in the hideout on Rural Radio. What's up, Kitty? What the business, guys? How y'all doing? All right. Um, I just wanted to say that panties and bras... If they got a good mama, their mama told them that you don't wear that stuff outside. And it's acceptable because a bathing suit is made to be worn outside. You so, don't want people to see your underclothes. It's just a matter of how you were brought up. Yeah, that's it. I thoroughly believe that. And it's just a society issue then. So, and, uh. And Dubs is angel. Dubs is angel. Beat it. <laughs> I am not. I wish I was that tall. Yeah, please. Like I'd be on the radio. Mm-hmm. I'd be making money with uh, my physical abilities. What'd your buddy Joel send you now? Nothing. Same. More pictures? No more pictures, but he did confirm that those were him in the pictures. Oh, damn it. Here's another one, probably. No. Okay. Only took 45 minutes for our first musical uh, reference. I have willpower today. Her worst song. Hey, anybody want to hear an Aerosmith song? No. Sure. I'm in the mood for a little Aerosmith. 
What is this? Angel by Aerosmith. <laughs> I actually do like this song. Of course. You grew up thinking Steven Tyler was singing about you. Did not. When you went to wrestling practice, Angel, is this your uh, there was, theme song you walk out to? I went to wrestling practice, but I wasn't Angel. It's a hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Coming up next on The Hideout. Dubs, the Internet's under attack. Mm-hmm. SaveTheInternet.com, FreePress.org. I guess companies, phone companies, are trying to limit the use of the Internet. Let's chat with uh, Craig Aaron. This is actually a pretty important thing for those of us who use the Internet at all. It'll directly affect us. And the Dateline Audio. It's the Hideout, Road Radio 104.1. Thursday night in the Hideout, Road Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Rich and Avito, you're in the hideout. What's up, Rich? Hey, buddy. You know, in regard to your conversation, why is it that I find a woman in her panties and underwear extremely attractive and it turns me on, but to see her in her bathing suit, you know, she's nice to look at, but it does really nothing for me sexually? I think, again, I think we've actually all kind of figured it out. It's it's, it's kind of a forbidden thing when it's uh, in her underwear, but then when it's a uh, bathing suit, it's kind of commonplace. It's all just the way we were brought up in society about how underclothes are just that. They're not to be seen by other people. Yet it's okay to put on something that's incredibly similar and go out and hop into a swimming pool or go go out and, you know, walk on the beach. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's just, it's that forbidden, Rich. Yeah. Well, you know, but it's just the way it is, I guess. And for some reason, it's just there. Yeah. Appreciate you letting me talk. You betcha. Hey, thank you for calling, man. Good job. So that's all it is, my friend. Just all in your head. It's the way society has set it up. Society. What the What is that? In quotes. Wow. All right, hold on. Right, let's do a quick version of Hideout Go. All right. All right, J-Dubs, I'm going to roll it with you. You're first up. Best summer alcoholic beverage go. Go! I would have to say a Long Island. Long Island iced tea? Mm-hmm. Wow, that's... That's pretty weak. Weak? Yeah. How's that weak? I think you got to go with like a sex on the beach. Oh, that's weak. A nice fruity drink. Something that has a, not quite a margarita, but maybe is icy kind of based. Something maybe you get over at like Chillers. You can get a, a nice uh, Chillers uh, Long Island. They're delicious. All right, give me one. All right, you want one? Let's see. Uh, Want to go with the summer theme? Yeah. All right. How about uh, best summer activity? Go! Slip and slide. Now? Yes. Uh, you would like to go on a slip and slide now? Dude, if you're right now at this age, if you had a slip and slide, if there was one out and it was all your buddies, you wouldn't get on a slip and slide. I'd break my tailbone. I know it. At that age, for some reason, you had rubber bones. I never. I always slid like I was sliding in a second. Not me. I'd go right to the ass. That's not the way you slide. That's how you get hurt. Yeah, let's go ahead and pull that one. I think a slip and slide. And if you're going to go with a slip and slide, you got to go with the crocodile mile. That was too gimmicky. No, because you got a little pull at the end. You even get more refreshed. 
All right, Chunk says, uh, whacking it. <laughs> you know what? Summer's the one time I didn't like to run one because it was so damn hot in my room that, you know, I'd be sweating before it even started. And then it would be a big musty smell all over the place. I don't know. All right, how about this? Best summer month. Go! August. I'm a July guy. What about July? It makes it so fantastic. Well, I got a 4th of July, of course, and that's one thing, one big thing to do. And uh, for some reason, when I, when I was growing up, uh, the Fallerville Fair landed in July. All right, I want to take it back. Can I say June? Why June? Because that's the beginning of the summer. It's not quite as hot. And it's the beginning of the summer. Mm-hmm. Although I like do like the end of the summer because that means fall's in the way, and fall's my favorite time of the year. Which essentially here in Florida is winter. Yeah. There is no winter. Jose in Orlando, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What's up, Jose? Hey, hideout. Que lo que hay? What's up, buddy? I want to talk to Angel, man. It's my favorite character in the hideout. Go ahead, Angel. Talk to your buddy, Jose. Que lo que hay, Angel? Angel's not here. I don't know who you're trying to talk oh, to. Oh, man, you're funny, man. I love when you pretend you're not really there, man. Go ahead. What's up, Angel? Beat it. Beat it. Oh, come on. Thank you, Jose. But you have a little fun with your fans. It's not my fans. They're fans of Angel. I'd go right to the ass. Damn, dude. Shut Angel's it. pissed off today. I'm going gay. I don't know. I haven't seen him today. Hmm. I'm a retard. Where'd you get that one from? Oh, we've had that one forever. And yes, you can kill my cat. It's a hideout. Oh, I got another hideout go for okay. you. Okay. Now off the, off I'm the a su- sexy looking dude. Off the summer subject. Okay. And then we'll go to break. Both of them are drowning. You can only save one. Who are you saving? Cody, your dog. Sadie Lee, your cat. Go! And yes, you can kill my cat. I would, uh, I would yell to God, just take me. And hopefully that would work. No, you got it. You got to save one. The dog is new. You've had Sadie for a while. Which one are you saving? I think you're going with the dog. Dog. Wow. All right, I want to pull that. I'm gonna take it over to Dubs's place and play it for Sadie Lou. Don't. She's not listening right now. That's why I said it. You would save the new dog that you've had less than a month more over the cat you've had for almost two years. She's so fun. The dog? Mm-hmm. <laughs> she gives me lickings. So now do you think, now you know why the cat's a little jealous? It knows that if it came to it? When it came down to brass tacks, I would let the uh, the cat go. Probably. I think she feels it in her heart. You think your chick is pissed? No. You think she knows that? No, because, see, I could save the dog, she could save the cat, and we're all good. Mm-mm. Damn it. All right, here's the, hold on. I got a better one. All drowning. Mm-hmm. None of them can swim. Okay. Dog, cat, or your chick. You can only save one. Go. Go! Dog. What? <laughs> Dog's more loyal. You should have at least said cat this time. I mean, you said dog last time. Well, least... I, it wouldn't make sense if I said cat. Bit killer? Chick's not even in the equation? No. Please. Be dog, cat, then chick. It's the hideout, real radio. You can only find so many dogs who aren't going to bark. You got to think of it like that. 
It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Thursday night in the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Dubs, I remember you telling me a while back. Give me a story. We never got around to talking about it. About the Internet coming under attack. Yeah. And just all these new rules that were really going to limit what we could do. Well, joining us on the phone right now is the director, uh, communications director of Free Press, freepress.org, also savetheinternet.com, Craig Aaron. Craig, welcome into the hideout. How are you? Oh, good. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, you betcha. So, what's... What's going on right now where uh, I guess we're going to lose access to the Internet, or what exactly is it, Craig? Well, basically, you've got a big fight going on in Washington about what the Internet's going to look like and whether it's going to continue to be sort of a wide-open, even playing field where you can go where you want, uh, look at what you want, use any devices, download what programs you want, or whether we're going to kind of hand over control of the Internet to a couple of big companies who would prefer to make those decisions for us. Okay, why is this coming about? Like, who's who's bringing this up? Why is this an issue? Well, it's an issue now in Washington because Congress is in the middle of rewriting uh, the Telecommunications Act, which mm-hmm. is a huge, messy piece of legislation, uh, first passed in 1934, last updated in 1996. And, uh, and in 1996, there really wasn't much of an Internet, so the legislation didn't say anything. So with all this new technology comes the need for some new rules, and uh, some of the Big companies around the country uh, see this as an opportunity to uh, get even more power over what goes on online, and they're spending a lot of money in Washington to try to get their way. All wow. right, Craig Aaron here in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1, Communications Director of Free Press, SaveTheInternet.com is the website. I went on there, and like this is actually happening right now. This isn't a scare thing. They're in the middle of rewriting this stuff. How, how would this affect the average user, let's say? Right. Well, the average user is going to see this happening in, in somewhat subtle ways. You know, the odds that they're going to come out and just start blocking websites, at least right away, are, are, are pretty slim. But what you're going to see is a limit of choices of what you can do on the Internet, because we're about to go through a big technological transformation. Pretty soon, everybody's going to be getting all, all their media, you know, your, your cable, the equivalent of your cable TV, what you go on the Internet, your phone, your radio even. It's all going to be coming through a broadband connection. And... What's going to happen is it's about what kind of choices are you going to be able to make? Are you going to be able to go and find the best company, the best product, the movies you want, the music you want, wherever you want, or are you going to basically be forced to use the services and products offered by the big cable and the big phone companies? They'd like you to use their products. They want to sell a spot in the fast lane, if you will. If you imagine the information superhighway, they want to clear off three wide-open express lanes for their own stuff and for a couple of big companies that pay their way in, and they want to kind of put everybody else on the Internet on a winding dirt road along the side. So if you're an upstart company, if you've got a blog, if you want to get into the video business, if you've got some great movie you're looking to make online, you're not going to be able to afford to get into the fast lane, and your average user, they're never going to see what you're doing. So where the Internet has the possibility to, you know, really a, a thousand different options, a million different options, and, you know, sort of may the best idea win, if this law is able to go through without protecting what we call network neutrality, mm-hmm. then instead of everybody out there, millions and millions of people picking the winners and losers on the Internet, it's going to be sort of picked in the executive suite by a couple of big corporations. Uh, wow. Uh, SaveTheInternet.com. So it's literally where the, the big guys would take over, uh, for example. Like here's one of the examples you give on your website, SaveTheInternet.com. 
uh, iPod listeners. So your local cable company could maybe slow the access to iTunes, therefore steering you to a higher-priced music service that it owns or it has a deal with. Like, that legitimately could be on the way? Sure, because if you're, say you're the phone company, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, the landline phone business, the, the black phone that you hang on the wall, that's going away. Uh, that's not where the money is going to be made in the future. And so they, they see this opportunity. They, they control the pipes. And so if they can put their own service front and center where it downloads faster and do this, but not because it's the best service, just because they control the highway, then they're going to they're gonna do that. They're going to take advantage. And as soon as they start letting a few people into the fast lane going faster, you know, everybody else is going slower. And so as the average user, you don't have time to sort this stuff out. You're just going to go and, you know, whatever's coming a little faster you know, it was going to be given a leg up, even though it may not give you the choices and options that you want, and you're suddenly finding, you know, this music download service certainly seems to be offering maybe a lot of uh, music owned by the same company that you're getting your Internet service from. Wow. Oh, man, the Internet So they're just going to, like, start just limiting the choice you have and uh, indirectly kind of making you buy from them. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, as, as we move in, you know, we're, a lot of people are watching video online. We're moving to an on-demand world where people want to go on, get exactly what they want, mm-hmm. and they want to be able to watch every little packet of information. You know, the way the Internet has succeeded and, you know, been such a real revolutionary idea is based on this idea of neutrality. You go on, you can do whatever you want, and all the data is treated the same. Well, a couple companies have decided, well, we think we can make a little bit more money if we stop treating all data the same, and we start picking and choosing which, which gets to move fast and which gets to move slow. And if, if you're outside the mainstream, right, left, wherever, uh, you're going to have a lot harder getting your ideas out, getting your new products out, you know, so, the next innovative idea, the next Google, the next eBay, the Israeli high school student that invented instant messengering. These were not ideas that happened, you know, at the very top of the corporate suites. These were innovators and entrepreneurs who started off in their garages then just had a good idea and now have become these big successes. Uh, but if we take away this uh, network neutrality, this Internet freedom, it's going to be a lot harder to do that. It's the Internet. Uh, it's uh, SaveTheInternet.com in the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Craig Aaron. So uh, basically what you're saying is that uh, instead of uh, people making their product better and, uh, you know, drawing your attention that way, they're going to limit and uh, not have to make their product any better, and you'll buy anyway instead of them developing anything. A speed kind of thing. Because I've even said this, too. I went for a while without cable, and I just had the Internet. And I said this, I guess it was maybe seven, eight months ago. You guys called me crazy that the Internet to me right now is better, like the best medium you have because you have access to most of the best uh, newspapers uh, in the world. You also have the video on demand nowadays. And even our show does podcasting on the iTunes. So everything you really want to get, you can get on the Internet. And now it seems like, I guess you call it network neutrality or net neutrality. That's How soon do you see this happening, Craig? Well, right now it's happening in Congress. So the House is going to vote next week, maybe the week after, then the Senate gets involved. So the rules are going to be written now. The big effect, the big impact is going to be a year or two down the road when, when suddenly everybody's getting everything over the Internet and they're like, wow, this doesn't really quite work like I wish it did. I wish we'd been paying attention back in 2006 when they were writing this law. And so that's what's going on right now. These companies, they're on their best behavior. But they recognize, too, that we're at this critical juncture where people are moving away from 
getting things programmed for them and, and into doing it for themselves. And they, they're a little uncomfortable with that. They prefer the cable television model. They want to pick the menu. They want to make sure it's filled with the channels that they chose, that they own a piece of, instead of opening it wide open to everything. And so they'd rather see an Internet that looks more like cable TV does now than the wide open Internet where you could choose from a million channels uh, that we're headed for. It's uh, savetheinternet.com, and you guys have a MySpace too, correct? MySpace backslash save the internet? Yeah, that's right, and I think over four or 5,000 people right now have already uh, signed on to that MySpace, and at savetheinternet.com, folks can go there. There's a, there's a lot of information. Uh, letter, we have an instant letter that we're firing off to Congress. More than 500,000 people have already signed on to this petition, and that's just in two weeks. We have 400 groups all across the political spectrum. We got the librarians, we got the gun owners. A lot of people are starting to and hear that, about this issue, Internet freedom, network neutrality, and they're, they're taking action. And because of that, Congress is starting to wake up and sort of say, well, what are we stumbling into here? And that's the, uh, the article I read was just on how many different groups are on board on this thing. Like just uh, everybody from each side are coming together on uh, this issue and just saying, hey, we have to stop this before it gets too big because it's just wrong. Now, and that's what's one of the really cool things. I know sometimes people feel useless when it, or uh, helpless when it comes to gas prices or some of the power that corporations have over us and our choices. But right now, I guess if you go to savetheinternet.com, sign on to the petition, uh, do stuff like that, we have a chance to actually keep this from happening. What does it look? What kind of support is it gaining in Congress right now? Well, we're, we're beginning to see a shift. I mean, I, I won't lie to you, but it's an uphill climb. And the phone companies in particular, also the cable companies, you know, they are spending a ton of money. Uh, here in Washington, where I am, they're spending a million dollars a week on television. They've set up all these fake groups. We call them AstroTurf groups, the fake grassroots. They, they look like they're real groups, but if you, if you scratch the surface a little bit, all you find are lobbyists. They've got those going full blast right now. But... We're beginning to see some movement. Uh, the, the, the biggest, the most uh, potential is in the Senate, uh, including uh, Bill Nelson, who, who happens to be there on, on the Senate Commerce Committee. Uh, there's some bipartisan support for putting this network neutrality, this Internet freedom, into the law, and uh, that's probably the best chance. There is going to be a big vote in the House. It uh, could be next week, could be the week after the full House, and uh, that will be the first time that all members of Congress uh, hopefully will have to be on the record. You know, which side are they on? Are they on the side of Internet freedom or are they on the side of a couple big companies that are, that are pouring some money into their campaigns? And, and that will be really the first big test in the House, but it won't be the last one. Uh, there will also be a lot going on in the Senate throughout the year, and the more people that get involved, the more these politicians start to say, wait a minute, I need to go back and take a second look at this. Maybe what I was being told, you know, here behind closed doors wasn't exactly what was going on. And see, this is a big thing for our generation. I mean, we're younger guys. You know, we're all in our 20s. The Internet's really kind of a big part of our lives, and this is going to affect you know, our futures, and this just it does. It seems like an incredibly big deal. How did you like, hop onto this, Craig? Like, where, did you, uh, where did you decide this was going to be your mission? Well, uh, you know, what Free Press was set up to do was basically to connect uh, real people with these media policy decisions being made in their name but without their consent. You know, for a lot of years, these big decisions started to be made about who was going to get to own the television and radio stations and, uh, you know, what the media was going to look like, but there was never any popular involvement. You know, people never got a chance to weigh in and say, you know, what they thought about how their media was serving them, what they thought about the technology. And so over some time and talking with people, we formed this group, Free Press, uh, to do just that, and we've connected with a lot of other groups. Some, you know, established the Consumers Union, you know, old-line groups in Washington, 
some very new, and we realized that there was this big Internet wave of Internet law that was going to be written. Last time they rewrote this law in 1996, nobody really paid attention. There was, there was no alarm was ever sounded about what was going on. And there were some things in that bill that weren't so great, although the Internet stuff wasn't horrible. Uh, and we, we just saw this happening. You know, we saw the writing on the wall, and we said, you know, if we don't start mobilizing now and organizing now, it's going to be too late. And we're just going to look back and say, oh, wouldn't it have been great if we'd gotten it right the first time? All right. Well, this is fantastic. I'd love to have you back in, man. If you like here to, uh, after everything goes down, if we can keep in touch with you. Absolutely. That'd be great. All right. Uh, thanks to Craig Aaron, SaveTheInternet.com, uh, FreePress.org. He's communications director for, of uh, Free Press, but SaveTheInternet.com. Hey, man, thanks for coming into the hideout, and we'll talk to you in a, uh, about a month or two, all right? All right. Thanks a lot for having me. All right. We'll see you. Man, that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. And it, it, the, uh, so many of these things just fly right under the radar on us, and you, you don't know about it until it's too late. Just so corporations where they want to buy everything. Like, their goal is to have everything owned. And now even our Internet, to where certain things work faster mm-hmm. because, you know, somebody's getting paid for it and some things roll slower, and that will affect your choice. Yeah. We've all done it before because something doesn't load up faster. One of our providers isn't fast. We'll switch over to something else. Jump right away, and they might be uh, forcing your hand with a lot of it. I know someone like like Matt Albert and Tommy Bateman. This should be a big deal to them. Mm-hmm. All they, Their life is the Internet. If, it's, if there's one thing they should grab onto, it should be something like this. Does this affect porn? Yeah. Yes. Well, okay. Got my dander up. <laughs> it absolutely would uh, affect pornography. Oh, man. And I remember the Telecommunications Act of 1996. I wrote a paper on that in college at Texas Tech. Well, what about it? How it affected radio. How did it affect radio? I have no idea. Uh, that's what allowed all of the media conglomerates. Oh. That's what changed all the rules about media ownership. Now, thank goodness we work for Clear Channel. <laughs> but that's why you have about four major radio companies. Mm-hmm. And then the adverse effects, where some stations are completely jockless. You know, and how mm-hmm. for us, you know, selfishly, it limits jobs. Now, thank goodness we're in here. Yeah, it's uh, talk radio. You can't really voice track talk radio. Oh, please. Yeah, you can. Find out. Syndication. Yeah, but I'm I'm just saying, you know. There's no way you can just put one guy in a station, one station, and do it all day long. Right. No, that's true. So anyway, it's a very big deal, and I just hope you're not passive on it. I'm gonna go on there. I'm gonna sign that petition. Do what I can. Mm-hmm. I wonder if people are actually against, like, for the the communication, the uh, big telecom people just taking over the internet. If like they're okay with that. I, I don't think people are for it, but pe- uh, most people don't know about it. I mean, I've only seen a few small articles about it around and everything. Yeah, I haven't seen anything in the major papers yet. You know it's a big deal when librarians and, like, the NRA are coming together. Yeah. <laughs> when, when it's an issue that could bring people like that together, then you're like, whoa, wait a second, this is probably a big deal. Because that's what, I mean, MoveOn.org and the NRA are both in this together. Time to stand up. Let's put a link to that on the hideout page to save the internet.com. It's a hideout, real radio 104.1.
Stay tuned. Stay tuned to The Hideout. Speaking of the Internet, next dubs, the Dateline Audio. I promise it ties in perfectly with the pervs trying to get with the underage kids. Maybe we could at least slow that down on the Internet. Eh, probably not. I'm sure that's a big moneymaker, though. It's a hideout. Dateline wouldn't have any content. That's true. Seriously, what would NBC do on Fridays, Mondays, and Wednesdays? It's a Thursday night in the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Thank you to Heretic Darkness, who's already gone to fill out the form on SaveTheInternet.com. I guess the guy was on the phone, and he was going to try to defend the phone companies, but then he hung up. Ah. He's, his argument was they've invested enough into the Internet that they deserve some returns. Well, if they make a good product and uh, people buy their product, then they will get their return. Aren't they already getting their returns by the fifty dollars a month? Yeah. yeah, that every person is essentially paying for that. Mm-hmm. That seems pretty like a pretty good return to me. You don't have to have control to get returns. Mm-mm. You have to have a uh, quality product to get returns. And then again, it turns into one of those things where very few have control mm-hmm. over the product, and that's not good for the consumer. Uh, so anyway, savetheinternet.com. One of the things going on in the Internet, and by the way, it happened way before the Internet, but now it just seems the Internet seems to be the uh, it place to go and try to find underage kids. Yeah. And without it, Dateline would be in trouble. It seems like every Dateline now is to catch a predator. Well, it's the hot thing right now. I wonder how long this is going to go before it wears out, or if it's going to be like one of those things it's, where it goes for a few years. It'll it, it will not go out anytime soon because it's so entertaining. Mm-hmm. Hearing these guys lie and try to get out of the situation in which they're busted. Cops is still around, and it was fun for that same kind of way. Yeah, because these people would just be BSing the whole time, and you knew it. And it was fun to watch. Here's the thing. They should just change the name Dateline to... Date Rape? Some sort of predator, you know. Mm. Predator Watch. Because that's... I think that the Dateline has found its bread and butter, and they should just roll with it. Here's the first one. Uh, this is from last night. How you doing? All right. Let's have a seat right there. As I start to question him, he right seems right to get flustered and comes up with this. I was actually just going to stop by here to let her know that I wasn't going to be here because I have to go meet with other people. Wait a minute. <laughs> you came by here to tell her that you weren't going to come tell here. Mm-hmm. Do you see why that doesn't make sense? No, that I wasn't going to be here for a while because I'm on my way somewhere else. But as you'll hear when I read from his chat log, he didn't seem flustered while talking online with a 13-year-old decoy. So would you like to watch a movie with me with your hand down my pants? (laughs) Or just no pants? We could just be naked all day. How does that look, Rob? And when he finds out he's going to be on national television, I am Chris Hansen with Dateline NBC. He reaches over, shakes my hand, and keeps on talking. I didn't see anything wrong with making a new friend, but then it didn't. Yeah, but this isn't making a new friend. This is talking about having a 13-year-old girl wait naked for you. Hold on. I I just don't understand the pickup lines. I think that's the worst part about it. Do you want to watch a TV, uh, watch a movie with your hands down my pants? Please, like you hadn't been there with your new buddy Joel. No. Stop it. I, I've got a full bank of emails right now. 
And I have fake Joel's emailing me, too. Bastards. How was the fake Joel? That's not what I wanted to do, and I thought long and hard about it, and uh, other things come up, and that's not what I wanted to do. So you had this, you had this moral awakening. Mm, yeah. And you decided that even after all this and all the explicit chat, you're not going to have sex with this girl. Right. When he gets up to leave, he has no idea what's waiting for him outside. Sheriff's office, put your hands up in the air now. Wow. Yeah. This thing is classic. This is the best show on television. All right. Yeah, now, do you think any of these people are getting wise to this? Like, uh, they, they've seen the house on TV? Like Ali G? Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. If they were smart, like Ali G, they'd have banked a whole bunch of these. When do you think that uh, we're going to get our first celebrity? Charlie Sheen? <laughs> I'm still... We haven't really talked about that Charlie Sheen thing. Mm-hmm. And his ex coming out saying he'd go to underage porn sites. Yeah. That's a huge thing. And I don't, I don't think really anybody's really picked up on it. Is he that... Uh, washed up where people don't even care anymore? Dude, he has a show on a major network that does pretty well. I know, but is he like to that point where, you know, people really don't care about him? Here's what it is. He's almost in that category of a Gary Busey, mm -hmm. where he's just kind of so out there and known for things, especially like, what, paying for hookers with checks? Yeah. That it's almost, no one's even, it's, you know, no one's even really questioning it. It almost seems to fit the bill. But it's kind of a... I could believe Rick Vaughn doing it, mm -hmm. but not Charlie Sheen. Maybe that was why he was in the California Penal League. For kid touching? Or... I don't know I don't know what Rick Vaughn did. I knew he could throw a mean fastball. Uh, that's what she said. Mm. Mm. All right, here's the next one for Dateline. Now, do we want to go with the next one that we uh, played earlier? Yes. Okay. This one, How's it going? Oh, sir. Just real fast. Uh, the last guy was 20. This guy is 27. Mm-hmm. And again, the reasoning of these guys when they get busted, it's just like any time you're caught with your hand in the cookie jar by your parents, mm -hmm. and you just make up any lie. Anything to get you off here. And uh, this this guy, his voice is just chilling. There's something very, very odd about this guy. How's it going? Right. You find a place to park okay? Yeah. <laughs> What's your plan for tonight? Nothing really. Nothing really. Like so many others, he says he wasn't doing anything wrong. You ask her if she's horny. What's wrong with that? <laughs> you ask if she does anal. It's a question. <laughs> That's, That's not going to get you out of anything, you know? It's just a question. True, it's a question, a very lewd one to a 13-year-old girl. You are stating a truism, my friend. <laughs> It's just a question. Obviously. It's the intent behind the question. All right. Uh, Penn says the announcer is actually the creepiest part yeah, of he, the show. He does sound like uh, he should be on the the, uh, the receiving end of these questions. I know, but you're asking a question to somebody who identifies themselves as an underage girl. It's just talking. <laughs> I don't see... The Internet and real life are two different things. <laughs> what says on the Internet doesn't mean that's what I really think. We have to keep this well, tape forever. Well, that would be yeah. easier to believe, Jeff, if you didn't show up here tonight, where you thought a young girl was home alone. No, I really didn't. Well, I knew she was Why would you be here? I mean, I knew she was alone, but that doesn't mean much to me. You're an adult. 
she's a child. Okay. There are laws protecting children. Okay. Do you get why teen girls at a certain age cannot give consent legally? Yes. When I tell him who I am, I'm Chris Hansen, and I'm a reporter for Dateline NBC, oh. and we're doing a story on adults who try to meet teens on the internet. Mm -hmm. He has nothing more to say. Sheriff's office, get your hands up, get on the ground! All right, people are telling me, Heretic TL says, this has to be staged. There's no way a real person would sign a release form and sit down with the creepy guy, Henson. So you have to sign a release form? Again, I assume they have to. We talk about this every mm -hmm. time, and we still haven't figured it out. There has to be. I mean, I know there's different laws for different states. They must do it in a state where you don't have to. Wait a second. Isn't Nevada, or I'm sorry, not Nevada, but... Uh, Nevada. Yeah. yeah, Nevada. Nevada, you can do the uh, like the prank phone calls and not ask for permission for voices Because that's where they do crank acres and mm -hmm. everything, right? Mm-hmm. Nevada's like one of the very few states where you can do that kind of stuff, so it might be the same thing here. And Nevada is just a, a, a beacon for these creeps. No. Yeah. I swear. Not Reno or Las Vegas. You mean a, pl a state that would have the bunny ranch <laughs> tends to draw well, credence? That, that's, the, that's the odd thing. In places like that, it's so easy to get an of-age person. <laughs> you got to go for the next uh, the next thrill, the next score. Yeah. It's a hideout, Row Radio, 104.1. Coming up next on the hideout. Oh, we got a couple of good ones coming up for you, too. Really? An oil manager? <clears throat> And then a guy who brought condoms. Oh, yeah. Of course. So listen, you have to hear how he tries to talk his way out of it. And then and then the announcer mocking him. You know, that that's actually a very good thing of him. The rest of them weren't bringing condoms. What does it say about them? Welcome back into the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. All right, I'm actually getting this from our buddy Nameless, who runs HideoutHeretics.net. Yeah. Um, our friends, Don and Mike, mm -hmm. uh, which, by the way, I recommend subscribing to their podcast. We used to work with them up at WJFK. They had Chris Hansen on. Oh, the did they? And Mike asked the question about putting people's faces on the air, and because Dateline is a news program... They don't have to have releases. And we aren't news? Apparently not. We inform, educate. All right, Chunks was telling me this whole, like, Dateline thing sounds exactly as if it were a, uh, like, a Saturday Night Live skit. Really? I think we have our next series of hideout bits. Where every time it's you, J-Dubs. Why is it me? What have I done? What did you come to this restroom for? Nothing. Every time it's you. You saw this boyish smile walking in here. To get deodorant? Uh, let's go to Bob and Claremont. You're in the hideout. What's going on, Bob? Hey, guys. How y'all doing? Hey, uh, got a call right along the lines of this Dateline thing, uh. My daughter was dating a boy, lied about his age, said he was 17, come to find out he's 21, and now he's gotten her pregnant. Oh, my. I was wondering if any of the listeners out there can give me some tips and some helpful suggestions on uh, 
what to do about this because I'm at my wit's end. All right, now let me ask you, Bob, uh, how far along is she? Uh, about a month and a half. Okay, when did she find out his real age? Did she lie to him about his age or just you? I'm... He lied to us about his age. Yeah, the the, the uh, daughter, too? Uh, the daughter, too, yes. Oh, damn. Exactly. So, how... so this is a 16-year-old thinking she's dating a 17-year-old and come to find out he's 21. Wow. Now, that's actually outside of the age because there's the four-year rule if you're 21, right? You can yeah. go as low as 17, man, but not... That's, that's like dating your sister, man. That's just sick. Now, I, now, let me ask you, Bob, um, have you reported, have you called the cops? Well, unfortunately, the uh, age of consent in the state of Florida is 16. But I thought there was a, have you, have you actually called the cops and asked that, though? Uh, not quite yet. Uh, um, I would. I, I just would. Found, I just found out yesterday all of this. I would so find out. I'm still trying to deal with all this as well. I would find out exactly because I think uh, the age of consent is 16 up to the age of 20. Oh, I think yeah, there's about one. But once 21 comes around, uh, all he can date is 17 year olds. Well, it just makes you wonder the mentality that he has if he can't even find someone his own age to be able to date. No, yeah. I mean that. I mean, there've got to be a lot of issues going on there. What was the first thing that went through your mind when your uh, when your daughter tells you this, Bob? Uh, I, I, I wanted to kill. <laughs> no, plain and simple. Have you have you uh, been able to uh, con uh, confront the guy yet? Um, no, not yet. They've uh, only been dating for about two months now, oh. and uh, I've only seen the man twice, as a matter of fact, because of my work schedule. What's her plans? Is she uh, done with the guy? No, actually, she thinks it's all a fairy tale and everything's going to be good, and she's going to have the baby, and everything's going to be hunky dory. Oh, no. oh, sweet Jesus, brother! I exactly. I mean, no matter what you say, what you do, how much you do the talking. Yeah, as much as you oblivious. as much as you push on her, she's going to push back the opposite way. And, yeah, I know. And, and I've tried not to push, but to inform. Yeah. All right. Well, let's see if we can help out, Bob. Hey, uh, good luck. I would contact the authorities just to ask them. Yeah, make sure. Because if there's something yeah. you can do that way, I would. Definite plan there. Yeah. All right. Good luck, my friend. Keep us updated. All right. Thank you guys for taking my call. You betcha. What would you do if that was your daughter? I think Bob's handling it very well. Yeah, he's uh, he's mad, but he's calm. You should probably stab the guy. No. Allegedly. No. no. Allegedly doesn't cover anything with that. <laughs> what? With that statement right there, it doesn't do anything for you. It's allegedly, though. You no, know? Uh, nothing happened, so how can you allege anything? Exactly. <laughs> I don't understand you. Ever. Okay, you know what? Our buddy currently says there's nothing Bob can do. 16 and 21 is legal. Wow. If he was over 23, or t essentially 24 and up, that would be illegal. I would still make sure you check with a, the proper authorities. Man, what do you do in that situation? After, if you check Put with the, the authorities... kicking boots on? And then use them on your wife pretending it's him. All right, Chunks just handed me a note. What does it say? Stab him. No. You can't do that, dude. Why? Now, all of a sudden, it does kind of feel like you're out of the... Uh, yeah, you're you're The rule powerless. of law. Hmm. All right, Wes, the water boy says the mom or dad could still get him. What do you mean? 
Just beat him up. With a knife. No, a knife. Daryl in Fort Myers, you're in the hideout. What's up, Daryl? Yeah, just two things. One, uh, the reason why they don't uh, they don't blur out the faces because it's a news type deal. Yeah, we we uh, we got that info. Appreciate it. What's the other and, one? You uh, got? And the second one was um, the next two date lines, May 10th and 17th. They took place down here in Fort Myers. Wow. And um, so the next two are uh, all Florida people. Awesome. Pedophiles. <laughs> all right, we'll have that one. I'm definitely DVRing that one. We should get those. Uh, what time do they usually come on? Daryl, you on it? Um, <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> Just what? You have a little paper. insight? <laughs> all right, thank you, man. Appreciate it. Uh, I, I did notice Fark was unu uh, unusually Florida-licious today. <laughs> there was a lot of the Florida tags going on. We're having uh, Drew Curtis on next week, aren't we? Yeah, I'll be uh, in here on Monday, actually, uh, stopping by in studio. Oh, get out. Cool. No, yeah, he's uh, in town in Tampa, I believe. Yeah, they got a big party. fart party on Saturday. Yeah, and I, I think he said he's going to try and swing by, stop by, and actually come in. Hey, let's go down. Saturday? Yeah. You can do that. My chick has a uh, place in Tampa we could stay at. Stay for free, go party, spread the word of the hideout. Okay, let's play this next clip, Dubs. This guy's a 43-year-old oil manager. How are you, sir? Okay. Why don't you do me a favor and uh, have a seat on the uh, stool right on the other side of the bar there. Please go ahead seat. Did you get yourself all comfortable? Or? Sure. Jungle Mania so appears to get uncomfortable. What? I read some of what he said Is online. Oh. Have you ever asked somebody to blank you off? You talk about yes. Oh, I won't deny that there was. You talk about penis size here. You say you better not be getting me into trouble. That's not lying, good. bitch. <laughs> it's not because you know. I mean, look what's happened here. Even though I haven't done anything with the guy. So you have that dark hair? Do you? Whoa, have whoa, any? whoa! So the young boy? Yes. Jungle mania, you animal, you. <laughs> yes, it is, Dubs. A whole nother level now. Trying to beat the stereotypes here. Right. <laughs> Checking in boys' oil. All right. I mean, body hair. Yeah. I mean, those are I'll rewind it for a second. You missed the, the extra creepy part. <laughs> Isn't it all? Not quite. Even though I haven't done anything with the guy. So you have that dark hair. Do you have any body hair? Yeah. I mean, those are normal chat things. <laughs> normal chat things with a 14 year old boy? The 43 year old insists he had no intention of having sex with the boy. You ask him if he's horny, and then say, I wish you were not so far away. <laughs> I, what conclusion can I draw from this? I, I totally understand. What do you do for a living? I manage an audit department for a major oil company for 25 years. It's a big job. Absolutely. I'm scared to death. It's time to tell him what he just walked into. And I'm Chris Hansen with Dateline NBC. So this is going to be on TV. When our cameras Hi, come out, he heads out the door. And you know what happens next. Hands up! Hands up! Hands up! This Chris Hansen's a pussy. Why do you he, say he, that? He, he probably tells them they can go. He can go free, and then the guy gets busted right outside. 
Bust him go, right there. He just ahead. doesn't want to get swung at by the uh, the oil man. Right. Go ahead, run. It'll be all right. You're free to go. And then right when he walks outside, police freeze. You think at any point right there where that guy's just kind of hanging out talking to Chris, mm-hmm. they think it's going to be okay? He gives him that nice warm feeling inside. <laughs> hey, take a seat over there in the chair. You, you need a blanket, some coffee or something? Would you like anything to drink? And then he walks out, and then all of a sudden the cops come bum-rushing. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. It's a Thursday night in the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Having fun with you. And the Dateline Kid Touchers. Just a couple more left. Damn I it. Wish, I wish these could go on forever. What's the most enjoyable part about them? Just, Just hearing the-, the hearing the guy... Caught literally with his pants down. Is it also, too, just the fact that, you know, it's not you? <laughs> well, why would it be me? Yeah, but sometimes you just like to hear... What, are you right in the edge on this situation and it hasn't been you yet? Why are you judging? Nah, I'm just wondering. Where, you know, you're just thinking, man. Yeah, putting yourself in those shoes. How awful it would be. And how the life, your life's over. Minutes, no. Minute too late, man. You're in the hideout on Road Radio. What's up, Minute Too Late, man? What's up, guys? Happy single tomorrow eve to you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm celebrating tonight. Right, right. Hey, is it just me, or does um, or does Matt sound very similar to that 40-year-old guy that y'all just had playing on there? The oil guy? Yeah. Let's listen back hey, real quick. Play, I... it, play it and then let him say something. All right, hold on a second. Right. How are you, sir? Okay. Why don't you do me a favor and uh, have a seat on the uh, stool right on the other side of the bar there. Please go ahead and have a seat. Did you get yourself all comfortable? Or? Sure. Jungle Mania <laughs> appears to get <laughs> all right. Right. Well, Okay, maybe a screen name sounds <laughs> like him. Yeah, yeah that's what it is. <laughs> I don't know if his voice. The Jungle Mania part. Matt. I like little boys. All right. Isolate it. And get it. And little girls. Back my no, that, that doesn't, doesn't make help. Any better. It does. No, it doesn't. Straight or bye. What? Get it all. Get it all. Actually, set, take out the the straight part. Oh, get it all. That's kind of disgusting. Uh, all right, Dubs. Let's play these. Uh, the last one. It's the same guy, but it's pretty funny. Feel like a dumbass. Couldn't find your house. That's okay. It's kind of weird to find just because it's on the corner and stuff. You know. Did you have a hard time finding the place? Not at all. How are you today? Good. How are you? I'm doing good. What can I do for you? Turns out Meat Rocket 8 is Jay Rackner. Meat Rocket 8? Meat Rocket? (laughs) Alright, hold on. I've listened to these things two or three times. I didn't even catch that part. Oh, wow. Meat Rocket. Alright, see if he's online. Yeah. I wonder what uh, what they use. Yahoo. Yahoo? Aww. Meat Rocket. Hmm. I'm gonna Eight. be. I'm gonna meet, be Meat Rocket Nine now. I'm gonna make that screen name. <laughs> Joel. Like a dumbass couldn't find your house. That's okay. It's kind of weird to find just because it's on the corner and stuff, you know. Did you have a hard time finding the place? Not at all. How are you today? Good. How are you? I'm doing good. What can I do for you? Turns out Meat Rocket Eight is Jay Refner, a computer specialist at a university, a married man with children. Got a family at home. I love them dearly. You know. You have kids. Yes. How old are your kids? 
I have one daughter and two stepsons from my wife's previous marriage. Did you bring anything with you tonight? Such as? Condoms. Yes, I did. You did. You brought condoms. So you're just going to kick back and chat, and just in case something happened, you brought condoms. Yeah. I just wanted to talk. I swear to you, you know, if she had... How were you going to use the condoms in the I wasn't going to use them at all. You got them in your pocket. Well, yeah, I do have them. You do balloon tricks? Right next to your meat rocket. Well, come on. I mean, I am. There's, there's only one reason, typically, that people bring condoms to a home, and that's for protection during sex. Yeah. Meat Rocket Eight. Now, now I, go, I, I should go on Yahoo and see if I can find his uh, profile. His profile. Hold on one second. All right, let me say this: If we had a great hideout caller, you would automatically. Someone would create a character of Meat Rocket 8. <laughs> it should be uh, ADHD Will. Hey, kind of sound like him. Hey, hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, I'm uh, Meat Rocket. Chunks. Too lazy to uh, walk into the studio, call from the office. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. Uh, I was thinking about what I said before about, you know, the, the guy's daughter got pregnant. and um, About st- the advice of him stabbing the guy? Yeah, that was really irresponsible of me. Um, I should have really... I should have told him that he's really got to stab him twice to make sure that he's actually got him. Because one time he might not be dead. Okay, no. What? Well, you can't just stab him once, man. No, you you don't stab him You don't him want him all. wiggling around. Oh, you know, yeah. you got to make sure he's dead. Damn it. He uh, closed out his profile. Why? I don't know. What, what was the other one? Uh, Jungle Mania? Yeah, Jungle Mania. I wonder if that's there's anything tacked on the end of it. Jungle Mania running wild. Right, if he's closed it down, doesn't that mean that you can open it up? Maybe. Ju- Jungle Mania works. He's still on there? It says he's from New Zealand and he's 21. I don't think this is the same one, though. Yeah. All right, Dub, see if you can create a new profile with uh, you being Meat Rocket 8. All right, I'm going to try it right now. <laughs> I'll up- put a picture of Chunks up there. <laughs> Since the new one's in Florida. Hey, let me ask you this. Would it be illegal if we made it obvious that we, like, were doing this on the air just so that we can meet Chris Hansen from Dateline and we sent Chunks? I don't know. So we had Chunks doing it, chatting it up with the hopes of meeting Chris Hansen? Hey, real quick, I'm sorry about that last call I made. I mm-hmm. forgot to say allegedly. Stop. I just wanted to, to throw that in. Is it working, Dubs? Meat Rocket A is unba- unavailable, but there's no profile up for him. Damn it. I bet Yahoo went through and just shut it down. Uh, Dubs can put it on his next Lions jersey, though. <laughs> <laughs> that nice Ernie Sims jersey he was planning on getting? Five concussions and then drafted in the first round. Maybe he spelt meat another way. Oh, well, then it wouldn't be so bad. That is kind of funny how screen names are just so stupid. Damn it. Well, then yeah, t- let me uh, sign up as Meat Rocket 9. Do you want me to go uh, check a chat room and just read down the list of uh, the names in there? Yes. All right. Let's uh, see. I'll read off the chat rooms for you real quick. Okay. And see what one you want me to go to. Let me see. Chat. All right. By the way, I have not been in a chat room 
romance, adult. Now there's uh, BDSM, fetishes, gay male, lesbian, uh, married but looking, role-playing, running a batch, and straight. Which one should I go to? Running a batch? Well, I, I can't say the word for it. Just people doing that. And there's a location. I can go to Florida. Yeah, go to Florida. All right. Let me see. Florida, there's, wow, there's like 50 rooms. Um, I'll just blindly pick one. All right, we got to take a break. We'll come back. It's a Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Coming up next, 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 Let's do the Chunks Fat Man Diary, and that'll give you more opportunities to find a, a nice room with a few screen names. Sound good to you, Dubs? I like that. Chunks Fat Man next in the Hideout on Road Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. I'm in an argument on the uh, email. You got Joel. I got yeah. Scott. Scotty. Yelling about the Telecommunications Act. Well, I, uh, I'm in a chat room now. <laughs> I Someone just made the uh, the uh, I am named Meat Sprocket 8. Which I like. Uh, it's time for the Chunks Fat Man Diary. We'll get to all, all that in a second. Now, as a public service, the Hideout presents a roadmap to dysfunction with Chunks and the Fat Man Diaries. This one, we're going to revisit JFK. This is a uh, life uh, story out of uh, Chunks' past. Yeah. And uh, it's actually a, you know, something that happened to him. Journal entry. Journal entry. And this one's from JFK, the JFK days. Our old station. Dated November 12th, 2004. So excited. What a week. I'm getting paid to work at WJFK, the biggest talk station in the region. Mm -hmm. What's more is that I get to work with all my favorite shows. JFK is such a strong station. I couldn't imagine the radio world without it. <laughs> you ruined the station. No kidding. Yeah, it's right. As soon as you come on board. <laughs> I didn't do nothing, man. Everyone, uh, everyone here is great. I like Cameron, the program director. He pretends to act like a boss, but nobody ever really listens to him. It's so funny when he asks you to do something, and you can tell him to go blank himself right to his face. <laughs> what the hell? And he can't do anything about it. The engineers are a little off, though. One guy is always <laughs> eating a ham sandwich and listening to jazz CDs. The other one, Creepy Sika, <laughs> talked about his plan to install a robotic eye into himself. The third engineer, third engineer I didn't really care for so much. He would often come in the studio late at night, put his hand on my shoulder, telling me that I'm doing a really good job. Then he usually showed me pictures of his wife, and told me all the ways he played with her butt. <laughs> what the hell? I remember this guy. He was very odd. Yeah. He didn't last very long. He also used to let his little dog run around in in the studio, which is strange, too, because it would it pee a lot, like, just in the studio, adding to that stench. But enough about them. Gordon? Last night, I escaped a bullet. My job was to make sure that sound played over the radio from one... Uh, 1 uh, a.m. to 6 a.m. I was also supposed to record 
a different syndicated show to play back at a later time. Well, last night I did my usual routine of setting my cell phone as an alarm so that I can take a quick two-hour nap before I had to record the show. I usually wake up in time, but for some reason I woke up a little bit late and missed recording the first three minutes of the show, which is basically the intro and the disclaimer. I was in a panic. Quickly, I hit record in the tape deck to tape the rest of the show. Resourcefully, I ran up the stairs, uh, the stairs, reround the tape to record my own intro to the show. In my Mike Seeker voice, I recorded a quick intro to cover my ass. Due to technical difficulties with the XR4-01, the show is being rejoined in progress. Rejoined? Yep. Has not even been on the air yet? How can it be rejoined? <laughs> really? Always saved. The tape mm -hmm. wouldn't be played till the next night, and no one would know. I chatted online with a hot girl for the rest of the night. She was leaving the next night, and I figured it would be a good chance to get some ass. <laughs> she seemed friendly enough. I set up an online, uh, an online date with her the next day, where I would ask her the big question if we could meet. Overall tonight, her last night was an excellent night. I dodged a bullet, and I'm going to hook up with a hot chick. Next day, I got off of school, had my computer all ready for our date, Diet Coke readily at hand. The only thing was missing was my favorite afternoon show, Don and Mike's show. I booted up my laptop, ran over to the radio, grabbed my Diet Coke. I flip on Don and Mike, who are getting through their intro, and I'm listening lightly, more focused on my date, when all of a sudden I hear the dreaded phrase, Who's Nick's Ball 99? I looked in horror at my radio. Six million people just heard my screen name, which I accidentally left signed on. I've got a screen name story over here. My IM was jammed for days. I guess no ass for me. Aww. Yeah. So... You were waiting for the IM for the date, and then all of a sudden it got announced on uh, Don and Mike? Yes. Who's Nick's Ball 99, which is mine. and They're syndicated, and I think they had something like 6 million listeners. And so everyone's hitting it up at once. I tried, so it wouldn't even let me sign on for days, because I guess people would just <laughs> keep trying to, to say, oh, who's this ass? And not only that, he like, he like read me out. He's like, well, I can't believe it. And then he started reading off, like, uh, people on the buddy list. Oh, like, oh, God. No. I remember I was listening to that, too. Like, oh, God. And then I, and all of a sudden, yeah, Tommy calls up. Just goes, you idiot. <laughs> you are. No. You, you just, you really are a moron. I, I try It's amazing not. how that crap happens to you. I know. All right, what's your screen name story over there, Dubs? Well, I'm on a, uh, a Florida chat room over here. Uh, under the name Mallard the Duck. <laughs> what? <laughs> a 13-year-old girl. Uh, and uh, I, I almost had a couple of people biting on it. Like people want to chat with you yeah. and stuff? Yeah, and then uh, now people are calling me out as a cop on the, in the chat room. Though. 
Uh, but there's some uh, there's pretty good screen names over here. Um, I don't well, know if we can give them out on the air, can we, or can we not? Why not? I, and I'm not saying how to spell it because all these are spelled weird. Uh, there's uh, too much to handle for you. He threw out one up, up here. Uh, 29 by white male Orlando Maitland. I'd love to have hot, uh, you know, relations. Yes, using the uh, top portion of your body. Uh, see profile. I am if interested. Up for chat too. Not a bot. Yeah, Matt. Could we do our own Dateline type thing tonight and just have Dubs chat with a guy and see if he will come up here? Uh, me interview him. Twenty five hundred Maitland Center Parkway. There's there's a lot of uh, weird names in here though. Princess. Um, I don't know how to say it. Uh, when you give. Whoa, really? Yeah. You know that's a dude. Um, it says it's a dude, right? No, it's just female. All right, people are like, which Florida room are you in? There's like 30. Uh, Actually, I'm in 33. Okay, I guess there are like 33. Uh, you want to give them your phone number and then give them our number and see if they call? Want me to try to hook that up? Yeah. All right. All right, Matt. Can you put a 13-year-old girl voice on? Yes. God. I knew you were a master of impressions, but Jesus. I could be her older sister. How about that? Do, do, you, <laughs> do you think these predators have an ability, like, online of telling, like, who's fake and who's real? You know, like a, like an animal outside when it smells blood and it just charges after it? Obviously not, because they keep showing up on the Dayline stuff. These cops must have skills, because this is hard as hell. Yeah, see, that's what I mean. Like, Dubs is trying it over there. What, are they trying to prove that you're not a cop? Yeah. Oh, hold on. Wait, uh, you don't need to be doing that. It's not safe. Doing what? (laughs) Doing what, buddy? Loving gentleman? (laughs) All right, Dubs is doing this, not Hefe. I want to make that perfectly clear. What, you think we're going to get killed by one of these people? did you say that these people are in Maitland? One of the guys. What? <laughs> I See, know. He's probably listening to the show right now. I heard he's doing a night show across the street. <laughs> it's a hideout. No radio. 104.1. It's the Alright, we'll take your phone calls. 407-916-1041. Man, it's a lot to get to, Dubs. Hey, you want to take a ride on the sex train? I know I'm you're trying, trying to get that. Here. I know you're trying to get it going over there. We'll explain in a second. It's a hideout. Hideoutheretics.net. Go there. Vote for the Hideout Hottie Fantasy Draft. Half face hoochies. Vote now. Jacob Trias. I think I've got one. One's biting. Yeah, 31 year old. It's a hideout. Road Radio 104.1. <laughs> that you're an underage chick. Have you made it clear yet? Not completely clear. It's on my profile. But I haven't come out and said anything yet. I'm waiting for my... <laughs> now I have all these people hitting me up now. Because <laughs> you announced your screen name? Yeah. Stupid. I have anti-Matt here. He, but they're giving me tips on how to lure these guys in. Yeah, I just got an email. <laughs> this guy gave me the shh thing. Like, uh, like he ain't going to tell. Um, I guess Dubs is on the Yahoo trying to lure guys. Pretending to be an underage chick, doing the whole Dateline thing. Mm-hmm. See if we can get him to call. 
Give me your phone number. Not yet. Got to butter it up, my friend. You think I should be the older brother and I just say, uh, hold on, she'll come to the phone, and then you just pick up? No, because we got to tell him he's going on the air. Uh, There's no way. We're, unfortunately, we're not a news program, so we have to get their consent. But you should, whenever somebody calls, you should answer the phone, hello, and we could just get your end of the conversation. Okay. Hey, all right, first, real fast before we get into anything else, Tommy was chatting with Nameless, who runs HideoutHeretics.net. He's trying got... to get some inside info on how the uh, voting is going for the Hideout Hottie Fantasy Draft. No, I didn't ask for any inside info. I just asked if there was any clear-cut winners or losers, but nothing specific. And then he said to me something along the effect of, clear-cut winner, and it's surprising. And then there's several people that are fighting for the losing spot. All right, I'm begging you guys to No, no, go no, no, let me finish. Let to, me finish. Oh, I want him to go to hideoutheretics.net anyway, anyway and vote for the Hideout Hottie Fantasy Draft because there's we're a little uh, we're a little more than 24 hours out. And now he said, I should just tell you I was making that up to mess with everyone. Oh. So I don't know whether he was lying about that or if he was lying in the beginning or what. It seems that people are taking it seriously. All right, what's going on over there? He did the hello, hello <laughs> to Captain Spaulding. <laughs> it was, hello, what name do you want to go by? Well, it, we'll let you know when Dubs gives the phone number. It was funny, though. Earlier, Captain Spaulding called, and he just calls constantly, and as soon as you put him on hold, he'll hang up and call right back. And this time, Matt saw his name, and he's like, hello. And then I hear him go, no, you you must have the wrong number. And then he called back again, and he goes, uh, yeah, what number are you trying to reach? Uh, yeah, you have the wrong number. Uh. <laughs> so now you're just messing with him. And, but now somehow the drunk has caught on <laughs> that it is Matt doing it to him. <laughs> well, as long as you can keep yourself entertained back there. I try. That's all that matters. Okay, Dubs, the Sexpo, mm-hmm. I guess it's a... Uh, R-rated take on traditional fairground, like ghost train rides. Uh, one of the things they're doing is the reenactment of the infamous 1993 Bobbitt attack, where Lorena Bobbitt cut off her uh, husband's duke. Mm-hmm. So, it's kind of odd that the that Bobbitt thing happened almost, what is it now, 13 years ago? Yeah, so, well, what was it, 90... I think it was 93. Three. Yeah. Yeah, that is something, that is one of those things that won't lives die. in infamy. Just so over the top. What are some of those other things that just kind of, they're always there and they're always going to get referenced? Do you think OJ is going to be oh, a OJ. thing? thing is, oh. OJ is the 90s thing. The 90s thing that will never die. That went on for so long and it was so big. Everybody watched it. Um, is Kevorkian a thing that won't die? Will you refer to someone as Jack Kevorkian? Yeah. Like if you uh, if you let like a plant die, you just Kevorkian that thing. Actually, I uh, our uh, plant got uh, knocked over outside. So it's all broke up and everything. So we decided we're just going to let it die, not give it any water. I'm like, well, we'll just treat this one like Shivo. Okay. Is that one that will, or is that just a, is that a national thing or a Florida thing? No, that's national. 
without a doubt, national. All right, what's another one? 407-916-1041, Because I see the Bobbitt thing is just always going to be talked about. You think maybe like a Rodney King? You think a Rodney King will always go on? Like he was treated like Rodney King? Yeah. A Rodney King thing will always go on. Like uh, if you, uh, if like someone, like it'll always be that reference point for um, uh, cop abuse or, you know, taking the law too far. It's, it's the standard? Yeah. What about getting a Monica? You know, oh. for uh, Monica Lewinsky? And then, like, everyone refers it to, hey, man, you just got a Monica Lewinsky. Doesn't that kind of seem old, though? You still mm-hmm. see it referenced every now it, and then. It's still referenced, and, you know, any time any guy, like, big, uh, important guy bangs a fat chick, he's gonna that's going to be considered his Monica. Or is Monica also a term for hog in it, too? I think so, yeah, definitely. All right, I'll throw, I'll throw Lewinsky in there, then. Or Monica. Sean in Orlando, you're in the hideout. Two names I'll live in infamy. Infamy is uh, Harding and Vanilli. Like, any time one of my buddies tries to do something fake or stupid, we just say, man, I'll pull a Vanilli. Yeah. Okay, Vanilli is a gr- I didn't even know that one, but now I, I like that. I'm going to kind of use that one. Don't pull it's, a- it's got an Italian ring to it, too. It's kind of nice. Right. All right, good ones, man. Good job, Sean. Thank you, buddy. vanilla it. What about, uh, this one might be kind of reaching a bit, but uh, pulling a Pee Wee Herman? Pulling you, a Pee Wee. You know, yeah, where he... Hmm. Ah, pulling a Pee Wee for public yeah. punch, uh, clown punching. You ever pull a Pee Wee? Yes. <laughs> where? Um, remember I did the Fat Man about when I was in the family trip? And I was on a family trip and I had to... Let go so badly that I was just kind of rubbing. My what were you just channeling leg? drunky there? No, <laughs> I was just I was just kind of really rubbing my leg hard and. Uh... All right. <laughs> Bigwood in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Yo, Bigwood? Man, it was uh, great. Two real quick. Uh, Susan Smith. Yes. Remember South Carolina? Yes. Go. And also pulling a George Michael. All right, the George Michael is. Were anything in a bathroom stall? Yeah, yeah, I guess I guess George Michael would fit in. I I don't think everybody references that. But his name oh. is his <laughs> go, name go, is synonymous go down with to that. Yes. Right. <laughs> Thank you, dude. <laughs> his name is synonymous for that. Pulling a George. Uh, who's more, Pee Wee or George Michael? Pee Wee, definitely. That I think is because of his stature. Because it was a kid's show. Now, whenever you get into car accident as an Earnhardt, is that going to be a reference? I'll tell you this, that will always be referenced. An Earnhardt will be referenced. Okay, this is the oddest conversation I got going on over here. I- uh, I'm talking to a 22-year-old bi-female, and she knows I'm 13. Whoa! Yeah. All right. Well, keep keep it up. I'll 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 roll with this conversation. See what you can do. Cool. My first girl girl kiss was at twelve. No. That's what she said to me. Contact the authorities. 
I love in here. <laughs> Phil and Daltona, you're in the hideout. What's happening, guys? Hey, buddy. I got one for you. Uh-huh. All right, when a, when a stupid uh, fat bitch screws up and up, yeah. don't hooch it. Oh, come <laughs> on. <laughs> That's so awful. <laughs> Best call ever. <laughs> it's awful. Be nice to her. She's a nice girl. Soft, our buddy Soft, the hideout uh, documentary filmmaker. What do you got? Hey, uh, Jean Benet. Okay, Jean Benet is going to be kind of the stand. Did we ever figure out whatever happened to her? Has that mystery ever been solved? I don't think so. She's gone. That is definitely one of those things that li- that'll be standing in for me, mainly because of the fact it was so high profile and we never got any sort of a resolution to it. Well, not much for the murder, but whenever I see like one of those little uh, models, those little kids dressed up as models, I always say, "Hey, look, there's Jaminet." Yeah, and the parents living vicariously through the kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. Good one, dude. Thanks, brother. Alrighty, out. Or whenever you want to kill a girl. It's a hideout, real radio, one hundred four point one. I saw what Dub says going on over there online. That's intense. And I have to thank our listeners because they are drawing so many people to me, saying that they've had some hot conversations with no. me. <laughs> and do uh, I am me for... <laughs> Ladies first in the hideout, Annie in St. Cloud. What do you got, Annie? Talking about like people and almost names that live in infamy. And are able to uh, kind of almost stand for something. Like, you hear that. It's kind of a benchmark. Go ahead, Annie. Okay, um, I just had an oldie but a goodie. How about a Dahmer? All right, is Dahmer the reference point for serial killers? Or, or is it... Actually, he's the reference point for cannibalism. cannibalism. Yeah. Ah, you know what, Annie? That's a good one. Good call I on that it's one. It's an old one, but it's, it's still there. Right. No, <laughs> absolutely. Thank you, sweetie. Appreciate it. All right, thanks. Bye. Um... Yeah, pulling a Dahmer is the standard for cannibalism. I don't think there's anyone that goes above or beyond that. Yeah, Dahmer is... Uh, I don't know what you reference that to, though. Cannibalism. I know, but like, there's not very many times to reference it. You know? Don't make me go Dahmer on your ass. Ew. Well, you know. Don't make me eat it? You didn't have to say it, but okay. Yeah, we all knew what I was thinking. Jay and Sanford. Yeah, what's up, man? Hey, I got the most infamous reference of all time. Yes, sir. Uh, uh, Hitler. It, don't don't be a Hitler. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know what I'm talking about. And, and by the way, before I go, mm-hmm. one thing: please, for the love of God, never do that ear scraping noise on the microphone ever again. I was cringed up like a polio victim for about four hours last night. So yeah. please, please don't do that. That you son of a bitch. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I have no clue as to what you're speaking of, my friend. Hey, where are my keys? i got to get some earwax out. Stop it. What? I'm trying to uh, work magic over here, and I can't do it if I'm holding hey, my ears. Dubs, you want some sexy talk? Tell him you want to put a Q-tip in the ear and then just slam it in. <sighs> they find ear blood sexy. Yeah, could you imagine if we had spontaneous bleeding from our ears as opposed to our nose? And it just started running out. Do you use tampons for that? Like Josh and Sam? I don't know what Josh and Sam is, dude. Stop referencing it. 
Jeff and Delaney are in the hideout. What's up, Jeff? Hey, guys. Great show. I got a reference for you. Uh-huh. Richard Gere and hamsters. All right. Yeah, and there's suppo- that whole rumor going around. <laughs> and there's supposedly absolutely no truth to that rumor, but Richard Gere <laughs> will forever be tied to hamsters. Or gerbils, one of the two. Right, exactly. Hey, thank you. That's a very okay. good one. That poor guy. I, who even? You know it was just somebody. Is that one on Snoop's? I bet Probably. it is. But that's not true because, you know, Brian Peppers is on there, and he's obviously proven real. As you well know, firsthand. Mm-hmm. Or first ankle. Uh, we don't need... Okay. Does he use your leg hair like spaghetti? <laughs> Floss. Floss. Jinx. Ink and Sin, you're in the hideout. What's up, Ink? Hey, what's up? I got two good ones for you. Mm-hmm. One we use at work in the kitchen all the time is when you completely screw up everything in the room, we call it going Waco in the situation. Because <laughs> right, that's more of a reference for the uh, for the government and what they did. Right. And okay. then the second one's Jerry Lewis. Like, what's the definition of true madness? A bus full of Jerry's kids going past a magnet factory. That's <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so awful. How's it going over there, Dubs? Good. Uh, these these guys are almost ruining it for me. There's a couple of guys in there yelling I'm a cop, and you know she's starting to get worried about that. And uh, there's a couple of, guys, uh, of our guys saying I'm so hot, but I don't have any picks up, so you can't say that I'm hot because I have nothing to show this girl. Have them say that they get like a picture met of, you of your yeah. Get a picture of your thing uh, from Victoria Justice. Or should I get a picture of uh, Kayla, Mount Kayla Majaro, my little uh, niece? The round mound of rebound. <laughs> How old is she? Uh, she's only seven. But she's fat enough to as if oh, she should be 13? She's as big as a 31-year-old. How much does she weigh? Um, 140. Yeah, okay, that is. That's a... Oh, yes. You like older guys? Yes, I do. Yes, I do, sir. I do like older men. 007 on the road here in the hideout. Here's one for Chunks. When he walks in with a gun, he goes postal on you. All right, postal is one of those that's always referenced. You ever thought of going postal? <laughs> I just told this guy I'm 13. Guess what the one word came out? What? Hot. Oh, you know that's Hot. A, you know that's a listener. No. Because some people know who you are on there. Yeah, but I've uh, talked to all of them so far, and they're helping me. Hot? It, was it W? Was it H A W T? No, it was straight up hot. Is he? That's all he thinks of. He wants to get it out there. Oh, he's from Orlando too. Chris in Orlando, you're in the hideout. Hey, what's up, guys? How, probably the most famous one. Jimmy Hoffa. Okay. Uh, I could see that. And Hoffa is basically the reference point or term for uh, you will uh, will never find your body. No, exactly. They'll never find your body. I'll go Hoffa on you. That's right. All right. I like that. That's a good one. How about going medieval on your ass? It's not quite with a name. No. Okay. Why do I have two on the board that say the Hefe? They're both good. <laughs> All right, I'll go with Dave and Kissimmee's first. Go ahead, Dave. This is the 
greatest one ever. It's called the Hefe, mm-hmm. and that's where you bleed rectally until you die. You're an ass. I hate you. Yeah. You son of a bitch. I could have cancer, and you're just laughing it up. Are you alone? Are you freaky? Bobby Hill in Philly. Uh, surprise, you have the second, the Hefe. Uh, go figure. Uh, actually, you know, uh, when your friends start acting like a fat, annoying Mexican, you know, you tell them, quit acting like Hefe. I, I hate you. And send me the new tool live. I love you. I beat it. <laughs> what am I into? I don't know. You already think like a 13-year-old girl. Believe like one. I see you. <laughs> Come on! I'm beginning to think giving you a computer wasn't a good idea. Why? This is the funnest time I've had in here a while. Jeff, you're in the hideout. Oh. Hey, guys. Great show as always. Thank you, my friend. Hey, I got one for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Charles Manson, how's this? Alright, Manson is the standard for serial killers, even though it's uh, never been proven uh, he killed also, anybody. Also, well, also insanity. Ah, all right. You know what? That is good. All right, I, I like that one, especially for the insanity part. Have you ever sat back and ever? How many times has he tried for parole? They can let his 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 carcass out of there, man. Right. No, I hear you. Thank you, dude. Love watching the. I love watching Charles Manson go before the parole board, and having him talk to reporters. We need a nice serial killer to interview. We haven't had a maybe when the Daytona one gets wrapped up. I'm sure we probably he probably calls in. <laughs> I'm I'm sure I'm chatting with him right now. Sick bastard. Oh God, Justin in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Justin? <laughs> hey, what's up, guys? Uh, I got a good fun. It's also old. Uh, something for breaking up a good thing. Yoko Ono. Uh, you know you're a genius. That's a very very. I'm gonna give you a prize for that one. The Yoko. Uh, she's a Yoko. Or that's the Yoko. That's our Yoko. Yeah. All right, you're getting a prize. Hold on. Um, the Yoko one's a, f- a really good call. This guy asked, do I like lollipops? No. That's I'm telling that's... you, this can't be real. It's a I listener. So. It's no. a listener goofing. By the way, if you're just now tuning in, what Dubs is doing is... I'm trying to recreate the, uh, the dateline, how to catch a child molester thing. <sighs> and you've created a profile of a 13-year-old girl. Can you even do that? I know that there was a, a lady that they interviewed before that, uh, that I guess. Uh, Should you be cutting and pasting and send these o- sending these over to the authorities? But we're just getting a good relationship going. What? This guy just told me how big he is. <laughs> how big? I think he's lying about that. I'll just tell you that much. Joe in Orlando. Hey guys, I got a good one for you. Uh, when your friends rat you out, either to you know, you know, whoever the the authorities or your girlfriend or whatever, it's a pulling a Henry Hill. All right, Henry Hill, or is it still kind of a Benedict Arnold? No, no, it's it's Henry Hill now. They never made a good movie with him with Benedict Arnold in it, did they? <laughs> All right, that's fair. That's <laughs> hey, a... hey, what does is doing? There's a term for that. Uh huh. It's called entrapment. Yeah, that is true. But uh, I'll say that as well, and I don't. It seems that that's what Dateline does too. Yeah, they all do this. 
I, but there's a lady. I, I remember watching something on this before. A lady was doing this and uh, getting these people to meet her at a hotel. And then she'd call the authorities and say what happened, and they would go over and bust the guy. Yeah, I don't know how what Dateline's doing isn't an, isn't entrapment. By the way, Dubs did it, not me. <laughs> You're right. It was a uh, a fake. It was anti Matt. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. You. <laughs> That you can pony. you can blank while we watch tugboat. <laughs> like he had you going. Moron. I was hoping of there was some perv. It's a hideout. Real radio. One hundred four point one. I got this one from the Swami. If you have a verbal flub, it's a bush. It's a bushism. Then I have many of those. Mm. The J Bushism. It's a hideout, Row Radio, 104.1 Wednesday night. A couple more of these, just real fast. Pat in Melbourne, what do you got, Pat? Hey, how you guys doing? Good. Love your show. Listen to you every night. Hey, thank you, man. Hey, uh, you know when uh, if you ever have a buddy of yours, they run out of something they like have an obligation on? Wouldn't that be uh, pulling a Nixon? Would they quit? Yeah, because that's what he did. He yeah. ran away from the I call it a Gibbs. Yeah. Right? <laughs> just a hideout intern in general. Yeah, that is true. Uh, <laughs> the, the, the Nixon's also a good one for uh, kind of corruption as well. Yeah, if, uh, if you're doing anything that's morally wrong or anything like that. Yeah, especially like some sort of crooked, white-collar kind of uh, crime kind of thing. Mm-hmm. CP in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, boys? How you guys doing? Fantastic. Good. I got. Uh, I know you guys love the baseball, so uh, can't leave without saying Buckner. Oh yeah. You mess up, you do a Buckner. Yeah. yeah. He, he just looked like his uh, wrists were tied to his ankles when he tried to get that ball. So. You know, and it's so weird too. And thank you. They should show that tape to every little leaguer. You know, exactly. Keep keep your butt down, mm-hmm. and uh, you do not you do not want to be Bill Buckner. Was he on Dateline or something? <laughs> Infamous baseball thing. Oh, I just heard you say, "Tell little kids keep their uh, butt down." I didn't. I'm not Dubs, really how's it going for you? Uh, I have guys sending me pictures to use as my profile now. So I think you're taking it too far. <laughs> just I don't wait until he gets home and has time. I don't know why these uh, these guys have these pictures of young girls. I'm sure they just went and found them. Yeah, sure. Yeah, you can be sure of whatever you want. No, because then when they go to the chat rooms, they know who's who. Like, oh, that's the one I sent. Stay away from that girl. Dubs, you love doing this kind of stuff on the Internet. Oh, it's hilarious. You're not here to catch potential pedophiles. You're just here to have a good laugh at many people's expenses. Here's Dubs' home on a weekend. Gary Glitter. <laughs> no, I do a radio show. That's why it was on my computer hard drive. I'm just trying to do some uh, research on it. Pull the tape. How much to go to Vietnam for a week? Whatever it is, it's worth it. <laughs> why are you doing an impression of your voice? <laughs> <laughs> I did an impression of himself. Remember we got Matt Albert to do that? Oh, wait a second. That's me. I don't know why. Hey. (laughs) Our buddy Zeppelin has stopped by. I'm sure I could catch him on here. 
don't think he has the internet anymore. My parents. Oh. Matt, did anyone ever call in looking for the uh, 13-year-old that Dub's pretending to be? Sadly, no. Hmm. Dub's, you uh, wearing... I know you for a second were having a conversation with a 22-year-old bisexual girl. That's who I'm still talking to. I know she got leery because some people are pointing you out to be a cop. But she's all over that now. Do you have pics of her? Yes. Actually, topless. Mm-hmm. Sit alone. Go in there. Come on over here. Look at these boys run out of there. we got to take a break. <laughs> it's a hideout. Real radio. She's not attractive. No, that's not her. That's the picture I'm going to use. Uh, <laughs> let me see here. Look at you guys. Where's that? Son of a bitch. I'll re-click her. She has saucer play areolas. Yes, yeah, she does. I'm not lying. You can go look, Zeppelin. It's crazy. Come on. Come on. Open up. Oh, no. All right. Our buddy, one of them who's helping him. <laughs> Who's helping you out? Matt actually is going to try to talk to her later on. He's writing that down. All right. Chunks tells me he could hear you guys running in there from the office. The stampede. Hey, did you hear what uh, Brittany did to K-Fed? What? Married him. Other than that? Mm -hmm. She's hired a bodyguard slash kind of like minder to keep an eye on him while he's doing his tour for his songs. For his new album that's coming out, I guess he's going to do a club tour. And so she's decided that she needs to hire someone to follow him around and make sure that he doesn't get into any trouble. I wonder if our chicks would like do that. I'm sure. If If they had the uh, resources... And, like, think about it. If you're going to be with someone like a Britney Spears, are you almost kind of okay with it? Like, are you willing to give it up, like, on a certain level? Give up that freedom? No. And wouldn't you say he's almost warranted, like, he's done enough in his own time to deserve that for being an ass? And what kind of a relationship do you have if you got to get a handler for your husband? <laughs> You're so afraid of him going out and doing something while he's on the road singing Popozow that you got to get someone to actually follow him around. I say Chris Hansen. Now, then, wasn't he the one who was checking up on her at a restaurant though, like uh, <laughs> yes. to stop her from eating? Uh, that's just a that's a very bad relationship they've got going on there. For those of you that didn't hear about that. I guess Brittany was out with some of her girl pals eating at some fancy restaurant. And she ordered dessert. Well, the waiter came over and goes, no, you can't have it. We got a call from your husband. He said, no matter what she does, do not give her any dessert. (laughs) And they didn't. (laughs) They wouldn't give it to her. And people at the table weren't allowed to order anything either. Yeah, because they didn't want them sneaking bites to her. Did she have a press conference to announce that she's officially pregnant? Second kid? Um, I think I think it's official. She's having like a girl, a little girl. Uh oh. Mm. You think it'll have a dirt stash too? Right above her ass crack though. And sideburns. 
<laughs> yeah, you're right. I'll have sideburns down there. So dirty. Oh, wow. Like a 1970s Emmanuel movie. <laughs> <laughs> Mutton chops. Y'all still don't like that, though? No. no. Why not? It's disgusting. Actually, uh, Todd from Rev9, he used to work at Tower Records so he could get like stuff real cheap. And I think he worked security, so a lot of times I think he just took it. But when he was, like, living with some guys, he would purposely bring home, like, hair porno magazines and leave them laying around because it drove one of his roommates crazy. And he would, like, hand it to me, be like, hey, look at this. And then I I would open it, and it would be, like, just hair everywhere. And it was just the worst thing I'd ever seen in my life. When did that all start coming about, though, the grooming? Uh, We'll take a break, come back. It's the Hideout Rural Radio 104.1. Coming up next on the Hideout was there a certain time period where, like, the grooming became mandatory? Was it the 80s? I think the end of the 80s, uh, the uh, the grooming was definitely a big thing. Hmm. It's a hideout, Road Radio 104.1. Thursday night, it's a hideout, Road Radio 104.1. Dubs, how's the entrapment going? Great. <clears throat> I've got another Orlando guy. Um, I hope he's not a listener. If he is, please tell me now so I don't waste any more time because I've got plenty of people to try to entrap here. Um, but he wants me. He wants to uh, buy me a couple bras to try. On. <laughs> That's so nutty. We got to be real. You hear these people on the uh, Dateline? Doves is pretending to be a 13 year old girl online right but now. But this girl is buying it. Hook, line, sinker. I have a uh, bi girl, 22 years old, all about it. You could just use your real name, Angel, and no one would know that Come on, you're not I'm not a Angel. Dude. Hmm. Joel said you are. I believe Joel over you. Your other friend online. Joel. Hate him. So our buddy Zeppelin is here. Now, Zeppelin, if you go back to the podcasting, his whole saga of his breakup with uh, Mrs. Cottontails out there, now you're going through a bit of a depression battle. You're trying to help you out. You seem like you were doing okay. Have you heard anything from Cottontail? Or is it officially over? I've, we've we've talked off and on. Have you had sex? No. Uh, so I just pretty much brain dump what she has to say. Has to say and kind of move on. If you could, would you do the eternal? Uh, sun? What is it? The spot? Eternal, the eternal sunshine of the spotless mind. Have you seen that movie? With uh, Jim Carrey? No, there's too many words in that movie. Name. Yeah, it's very good, though. Although I think right now it's a good movie for you to watch. Mm-hmm. Anyone who's going through a breakup, he's so torn about his ex-chick, and it's kind of set in a kind of a futuristic way, but that he tries to go to this place where he can erase all of his memories with her. Wow, you think? I mean, you're giving the look now, like, hey, it'd be great, but he comes to realize maybe it isn't. Maybe it isn't. There were some good times, Zeppelin. Remember when she was hopping around in here? Yeah. Bottomless? That was a great yeah. memory for me. I yeah. still use it. I just read pictures. I mean, I just to document it. I got this I am from Nightmare Dave, not this loser again. <laughs> wow. Jesus. Where's his girl at? Hmm. He's a jerk. Yeah, he is. 
So Zeppelin, now you told me something crazy, which I think our listeners, I need your, I need their help talking you out of. What'd you, what'd you, what happened? You want to get right in the head, so where do you want to go? Well, I talked to some recruiters today, and the Marines said they can get me back in Iraq by the middle of July, and the Army said they can get me back in Iraq in about three weeks. Wow. And I'm very seriously pondering it because of the fact that I knew what my mission was, I knew what I had to do, I was good at what I did, and I enjoyed doing it. And it's maybe I need to go over there and find myself again. I kind of, I kind of right. miss the thrill of not knowing whether you're going to live to see the next morning. You want to go back to Iraq because of a girl? No, it's maybe just a trip. Maybe see if I can go into the National Guard or something. Just take a trip over there, go on a sabbatical. Let's a sit. sabbatical to Iraq? Yeah, I'd go. Just because you feel like, hey, you'd have a purpose? Mm-hmm. All you right. just got a really good job. Yeah, you get a great job. You're a firefighter. You're helping people. Yeah. Is that not enough, though? I don't know. It's I've had a lot... I had a pretty bad call on Sunday morning if... You can have people inquire over the Internet as to what happened. I can't really do the HIPAA laws. I can't really divulge everything that happened, but it kind of it kind of hit me deep, and so I've had to... I, I, you, but it's it was it like a lot of carnage and stuff? Was it, like, really bad? No, yeah, it, really, it was really bad. So if it tore you up, then why would you want to go to Iraq? It's... It's always it was always my escape. Well, Whenever I was in the Marines and I'd start hitting a bad point, I could always volunteer for a mission. Whenever, right. whenever because it's it's so it's fast. It was I that year I did over there. It's just constant. There's constant something. I mean, there's no no downtime. And I, I hear whenever you are a soldier in a war situation and the war is still going on after you are home, you kind of have a a, a itch to go back there and finish the job with the people that are there. A piece of me is still over there. It's an unfinished job. I don't see why they Is that gonna... the piece that was left on the gear shift? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> you need to go get that, round that up, and come back home? Yes, sir. <laughs> I understand. All right, Matt Albert. <laughs> He's screwing phone calls, but he typed to me. I wouldn't get a glass of juice for a chick, let alone go back to Iraq. Maybe that's part of the problem, you virgin. I'm not doing it for her, though. I'm doing it mainly for me. I like little boys. And little girls. <laughs> Ernesto in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, man? Hey, Zeppelin, uh, I completely respect you wanting to get away from it all and go back to Iraq, but I think you should go more old school, my friend. I'm talking French Foreign Legion. It's too hard. I've I've studied on what they do. Forget that. That's out of hand. What do you mean? The French Foreign Legion is tough? Oh, yeah. It's... There's, I read a book on the French Foreign Legion. It was an ex-Navy SEAL that went to join them, and he got stationed out in some desert country in Africa, and you get issued a cat every day that you had to skin and clean and eat. That sounds fun. Let's let's practice that here. I got one we can uh, use. Okay. One that's not going to be missed, apparently, if it's drowning. Sadie Lou. What? Dub said he'd rather save the dog, so we'll just skin the cat. No. I can't believe you'd rather go back to my Yes, right you can now. kill my cat. You'd rather go back to Iraq right now than have to deal with your problems here. It's either that or go disappear out in the woods for a month. Try that. Go, you know. I won't get paid to do that, though. 
Hmm. How long do you think you'd be gone if you left? It's usually six months to a year. Now, what about your job that you worked so hard to get here? Well, actually, I can get out of that and come right back to it as soon as I get done. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, that's not a bad idea, then. How about, why does it have to be Iraq? Maybe go back to Afghanistan, because you did a t- tour there, right? Yes, I did. That's I hear good. they're rising back up over there again. That's a good war to go fight. You're going to miss the uh, season premiere of Rescue Me, though. That is a good point. And you're going to miss the... Uh, the debut of the Bi- Behind the Bicurious, the Behind the Bicurious uh, documentary that we made, this, which we're already planning a big party for. When's that released? Probably by July. Can you wait till after? I could try. It is pretty hot over there in July. I might want to yeah. wait until well, the, the ski season at least. And then there's the monster cruise in September. we got to really plan out you going back to Iraq selfishly for us, Zeppelin. We can't, you know, we can't lose you. You're one of the top heretics. Although, if you could go over there, and while you're over there, spread the word of the hideout amongst the Marines or our fine Army service people, even amongst the Iraqis. All right, maybe you should go. Maybe you should go with just a bunch of flyers that say realradio.fm. Can I bring the sandwich board? Put it, put it right with yes. the Kevlar sandwich board. Put it right with the propaganda that you guys already uh, leaflet oh, all over there. Oh, come on. No, that's not true. right. No, it's, that's one way of uh, winning over the people. You hate America, Dubs. Okay, how about this? How about you take Matt Albert with you? He needs a job. I've heard that the Marines can get you into shape. I don't think they can do much for Matt. What is that supposed to mean? Look at you. What do you mean? How do you take offense, you fat bastard? True. Six five, five hundred pounds. I can shoot. Shoot what? Stuff. I've seen boys in the hood. That isn't even close to being the same. <laughs> yes, it is. I saw Hamburger Hill. It's all the same. I know the opening scene to Full Metal Jacket by heart. Do you? Do yes. it. Yes. I would seriously bang a Care Bear. <laughs> That's not what happened in it. I didn't remember that part in it. You want me to do it? No. King of the retards. That's what I am. I'm not real interested in you quoting Full Metal Jacket. I like little boys. And little girls. That is in Full Metal Jacket, though. Little boys part. Well, Zeppelin, I don't want you to leave, but I guess if you got to do what you got to do to get right. How about just finding a girlfriend here? I'd like to try to do that. I just I gotta I gotta do something to keep myself occupied. It's I only work ten days a month at the fire department, so it's well, I've got a lot of time to dwell on stuff. How about skinning stray cats in your spare time? I already went already went on a killing spree of helpless animals, and it's it helped a little, but it's it, not quite the same. Yeah, it doesn't have the thrill it used to. All right, we should do something for Zeppelin. Really try to get him some sort of a date. Nice girl. What do you look for in a woman? I don't know how to say it over the air without getting dumped. Just like a vagina? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> a relatively thin waist size, probably size six tops, anywhere between 5'3 and 6 foot, with preferably 36B to 40DD, and a nice, nice butt. Right, so just re- does she have to have a job, or are you just looking for someone to be a receptacle? Well, for now, a receptacle. But it could turn into more. You yeah. could, you'll start off as a receptacle, and then you, uh, you, we'll see where it goes from there. Yeah, it depends on how good of a receptacle it is. Uh, if they're double jointed in their hips, 
I'd probably keep them. What if they have tattoos on their feet? Uh, I'd probably kill them. Or a cottontail. Way to be too obvious about it, man. (laughs) (laughs) It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Rolling on a Thursday night, it's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. You guys feel free to come on in, whatever you want to talk about. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. We might have our first caller here in a second. You think it's the girl? No. I have a uh, uh, guy, I believe he is... um, Dubs, by the 22 way, and engaged. Tw- Dubs, by the way, is uh, doing the whole Dateline thing. Mm-hmm. But he's pretending to be an underage girl mm-hmm. online. He's in a Florida chat room. You know it's anti-Matt, dude. He better not be doing it again. This better not be <laughs> number three on the. Uh... I bet you it's anti-Matt. He told me he was going to stop. Oh, he just sent me a thing. It's me. Did he really? No. I know he probably is, though. Hey, did you see the war on soda? Yeah, they're taking it out of a bunch of schools in uh, New York, right? Yeah, I love former President Bill Clinton, but I think he's wrong on this one. I don't think we need to start attacking the last profitable American company or soda companies. Mm -hmm. It's more of our last moneymaker's. You gotta think, man. Soda has a lot of benefits other than just energy. Like? Taste. Taste good. Got one. Yes, Zeppelin. It keeps people in dental careers in business. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's like a, you know, like a cycle thing. Absolutely. Like, it helps you ride a shark. You seen the Mountain Dew commercials? Yeah, you can hang glide, too. You can't hang glide without a Mountain Dew. And you can chase down a cheetah. Mm-hmm. Or you can go live in the belly of a uh, of a whale. Like Pinocchio? Uh, do you, you don't remember that one? That commercial where they uh, got swallowed up and... All right, let's get back to this conversation, though. First, though, let's do her first in the hideout. If you're too lazy to pick up the morning paper for tomorrow's news, uh, don't worry about it. We did the dirty work for you. Heard it first. Thank you with our partnership over at Local 6. Uh, joining us tonight for Herd of First in the Hideout, here's the one and the only Bob Fryer. Hello, how are you, sir? I dig that commercial, guys. It's pretty cool. Too lazy to pick up the paper. Yeah. First. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm, uh, I'm seeing there's a lot of good stuff going to be on the news, uh, Local 6 News at 11 tonight. This is a, we got a crazy newscast tonight. I mean, obviously we're following the fires and all that's going on in Brevard County, following up on that. But we got some crazy stories. Number one, the 63-year-old mother-to-be, 63 years old, and she's about to give birth. She planned it. She went through the fertility treatments, and unbelievably, because of her advanced age, she is going to give birth to a teenager. So that's a little strange. <laughs> nice no, bringing the jokes. The jokes. <laughs> well, it begs it, doesn't it? She's 63 years old. Um, all right, now, I've actually seen a picture of her, too, and she's kind of hot. Well... She, she works out. Yes, yeah, she, she doesn't look as if uh, she looks like she can handle it. Well, I would imagine she, if she's about to give birth, and she's obviously carried it to term, or at least as close to it as she can. Right. That's pretty amazing. I, I can't wait for the details. For I want to hear about that one. And then this one's crazy. There's this high school teacher who was suspended because 11 years ago 
Hmm. He was in a porn movie. How? Oh, that outrageous. Awesome. Oh, my goodness. And they say it's too much of a distraction, you know, if, once the... Once the students either see it or hear about it, they won't be able to take her seriously. I think she's going to sue, but can you imagine? Okay, that's every kid's dream. I, it's like Van Halen hot for teacher, you know what I mean? Right. Brutal. All right, so you guys are actually... You get the, I would never miss that class. No. There's that. I know. I wonder and what she's teaching. Huh? I wonder what she's teaching. <laughs> uh... I, I would imagine. Human anatomy? I don't know. <laughs> That's what I would assume. Yeah. So is that what you guys actually chat with her? You got uh, you her think side she of the just, story? Do you think she just brings in her, her videos instead of opening up the frog, you know, during biology class? <laughs> biology class. We're going to dissect a little something here, kid. Yeah. Remember, yeah. it's one of those things where you're in elementary school and they separate the boys from the girls. Yeah. And the girls get to see that video and they come out crying, <laughs> just knowing what's going to happen yeah. to them when they grow up. We definitely get the better end of the stick on that one, don't we? <laughs> Hey, and then you remember a couple of days ago, we did a story about the DirecTV guys that come out and the story of DirecTV, and they, they were told, we had dozens of them arrive here at our station. And I was actually worried about this when we did this story, that this might happen, and it did. Dozens of them showed up, and they said, you know what, we are told by our employers to lie. Those little uh, phone jacks that you have to have for DirecTV, mm -hmm. you don't have to have them. You don't have to have them. They tell you to install them because the company makes more money and it's easier for them to keep track and so forth. But for every one that those guys do not install, they get charged, they get docked off of their pay. So some of these guys are losing two dollars and $300 a paycheck because people don't want those phone jacks. Well, they came out and they complained about it. They, were say, they said that they were told to lie. And guess what? All those guys were fired. Oh, no. Every one of them was fired. I was worried about that. So we're going to follow up. We're going to talk to uh, DirecTV today, and we're going we're gonna to find out what's going on. Okay, that's a pretty big story because um, I remember seeing, too, like sometimes they'd say if people would get like three of the boxes installed, yeah. if they couldn't talk them into getting three of the phone jacks, yeah, that's three. then they lose, I guess it's like 15 bucks total because it's five for each of the phone jacks. It's five, it's five per, yeah, and it can be even more than that, as, as a matter of fact. And so then you're talking about... I mean, how many do these guys install in a two-week time period, you know? Right, and so they're getting deducted. My, all right, that's that's sad they got fired. I'm glad you guys are going to have the uh, the update on that yeah, one. We're going to follow up on that. Then we got a, a, a science teacher at a meth lab in his house, or in her house, still has the job, so we're going to follow up and find out what's going on with that. That's a field trip. That's what it is. We're going to come over to my place. We're going to mix some stuff up. Let's just stop off and get some Sudafed first. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> oh, it's a little show and tell. Yeah. Uh, extra credit, you know, over that. And then uh, we had two women that were uh, in two separate carjackings. They think it's the same guy. We got a photo of the guy, and it's a little, little scary situation going on. We got to find out who this guy is. See if we can see if we can get him apprehended before he does something like this again. All right, jam-packed newscast tonight. Uh, Local six news at eleven. Be able to get all the details on this one. I'm excited about the porn star teacher one. I'm very interested in the direct TV <laughs> follow-up. So You're running down to Fairville as soon as we as soon as we do the story. Aren't you? Premier Adult Factory out. We're Premier Adult guys, but uh, yes. <laughs> oh, I see. I'm sorry. <laughs> Absolutely. No problem, Bob. All right, Local six news at eleven coming up in just 33 minutes. We'll all see right, you then. Appreciate it. Talk to you. Bye. All right, Later. Bye. Damn our listeners. I love them. Because they run with the bit for so damn long. They get you again? Yes, but not anti-Matt this time. A new one. Is it currently? No. Uh, well, I can. I should give out a screen name Don't. for it. Don't. I'm going to do it? No. Type it to me. 
I should have known just by the name. Send it to me in my ear. Say it to me in my ear. Nightmare Dave. <laughs> you idiot. How would you even think that was something that was real? I didn't, but he, I, I'm like, I, I'm desperate for anyone. Man, I got to see that local six story on the uh, teacher, mm-hmm. the porn teacher. Why are people getting in trouble for that? I mean, you held a different job. Whatever. It's not like you are still doing that job. It's not like you're moonlighting with it. How come the direct TV guys aren't protected by the whistleblower status? Wouldn't you assume that... Aren't there laws for that to yeah. protect people? When they come out and say, hey, we're getting... You know, this is a big deal. That's just like when you go on the... Uh the uh, the talk shows or whatever and admit to being addicted to stuff and everything or you know doing illegal things, you're protected there. It doesn't count as like a uh, admission of guilt. Well, this is different though. Like I thought there was something specifically whistleblower status where if you call out your company, you can't get fired. Even the uh, it's a right to work state though in Florida, isn't it? Does that uh, count here? I don't know. That may that may be a that may be a loophole there. Right to work state. What's the benefit with the? I know there's supposed to be a benefit to right to work, but it ends up being more of a kind of a way to screw you. Benefit works for the employers. No, there's supposed to be. There, there's a reason they say that it's good for the employees. I can't because Texas was also a right to work state. I think it probably still is, but I can't remember what it is though. I think Virginia too. You, yeah, I know Virginia mm-hmm. was. Yeah. Because in Maryland, you could unionize. Yeah, you couldn't in Virginia. Uh, you you can but you're in a fire. Is it different because it's a public service kind of thing as a firefighter? No, I don't think so because there's iron workers unions and stuff like that around here as well. So I, just... I thought that was the whole point, though, of a right-to-work state, though, that you couldn't unionize. Like you... I don't know if it's that, but I, I mean, I know they can fire you with, at any time without giving a reason, whereas in other places, you know, you got to really screw up a lot in order for them to be able to fire you, and there's all kinds of red tape. Does that mean we could just let you go, and we're not going to have a problem? If you want to. Hmm. I might get stabby. Stabby? What is it with you and the stabbing tonight? The Italian of you? I don't know, man. You laughed at it earlier. It's one of the. It's one of the. That news. that's the problem. He keeps going back to the same bit. It's over one of the over. news articles. That's why. Well, I had a way to give it away. Matt, you're in the hideout. What's up, Matt? Hey, F.A. Dubs. Hey, bro. Yo. Um, the fact that the Florida's a right to work state makes it where you can quit your job without notice, and your employer can't withhold any of your earnings as a penalty for quitting without notice. You're not rehirable, but they won't withdraw any. They won't withhold any of your earnings either. Oh, so that's the benefit then. You can quit without, so you don't have to put in your two weeks. You don't have to, but, you know, it's always a good thing to do that. But you you don't necessarily have to to get your full check or, you know, the full amount that you earned. Oh, okay. All right, and then on the employer side, like Chunk said, they could just fire you without cause? Uh, pretty much. I mean, it's not really recommended because of the whole, you know, frivolous lawsuit deal. But uh, for the most part, yeah, they can because it's voluntary from both sides. Now, what about the right to unionize? Can you still do, can you do that in a right to work state? Uh, sure, you can, but okay. unions really don't hold much weight here. You know? uh, all right. I, I all right. Thanks, brother. Yeah. Have a good night. You too. Good for the info. All right. Dolly wants to say something. Dolly in Orlando. What's up? Yeah. How you doing? All right. All right. Yeah, I work for a certain dinner show, mm-hmm. 
and uh, we just went through all this crap. Uh, where what it was basically is that since we're a right to work state, you have the right to join a union. But if it's not a right to work state, and there's a union at your company, you have to be a member of that union in order to work there. Yes. Okay, I have heard of that. So, if, like, let's say you're up in Chicago and you work at a grocery store that's unionized, mm-hmm. and you work there, they automatically take the funds out of your check, and you have to join their union. Actually, you know what? That was going to happen to me, I think, in Maryland. I was going to work in an ABC station, and yeah. uh, when I get, when I was going to get hired there, I had to get into the union. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, it wasn't even going to be a choice. I had to hop in there. But you ever want to see the biggest amount of money wasting, go to a company that's trying to fight off a union. Why do you say that? Uh, because our company must have just spent millions of dollars bringing in different people trying to tell us how bad a union was. <laughs> and we would have meetings every day, and it was just, I mean, it was it was funny. The amount of money they spent on paper alone trying to pass out flyers to us. <laughs> All right, bro. Hey, I appreciate it, man. No problem. Thanks. It's a Hideout, Rural Radio 104.1. Stay tuned. It's a Hideout. Coming up next, it's the hideout. You know, Dubs, I always wonder if we have the smartest callers or if we're the dumbest hosts. Uh, both. Hey, Dubs, you just watched some Ted DiBiase and tugboat matches? <laughs> I didn't fall for him that time. Someone else getting you? Yeah. So you got one to bite and it's a chick. Yeah. and I don't even think she's real. She's real. Let's I take, have to believe. Coming up, Hideout Headlines Game Show. First, more of your phone calls in the Hideout. Roll Radio 104.1. Got prizes to give away. I like little boys and little girls. Thursday night. It's a Hideout. Roll Radio 104.1. Got about 20 minutes. We'll get to the Hideout Headlines Game Show next segment. You see the clear channel, first quarter profits more than double? Well, you're welcome. Still waiting on that nice letter from Paul Hogan. Pecadale Dundee? Yes. I don't think that his name is Paul. Yes, it is. Really? Hmm? Hmm. I think it's Hulk, actually. (laughs) I think it's John Hogan. No, it's Paul. Oh, yeah, mate. Hey, so... You call par- that a knife? You call uh, those writings? These are writings. All uh, right, you want a little inside story? Okay. Body slam the readings. So, <laughs> I guess Chunks is in the promo meeting today, because you and I don't go anymore. Because mm-hmm. we're non-existent. And... We're talking about a place to go do the Bicurious BJ. Uh, documentary. Mm-hmm. Behind the Bicurious? Yeah. And we're thinking, hey, how about the Metro Melbourne? That was a great place last time we out, went out there. It's set up perfectly for a party. And we're thinking making it kind of an anniversary party slash, you know, debut of the film. And the Metro out in Melbourne was so great, you know, that's perfect. Yeah, we had a good time out there. So the sales manager goes, uh, you guys have been out to the Metro before? <laughs> Yeah, we only had a huge. Yeah, we only had a hugely successful, you know, stunt bowl with Tuttle out there. Hugely successful. Chunks, what happened in that meeting? Um, it's kind of awkward because you know, I think remember when we tried to get the stunt bowl 
how we begged and pleaded every week, dude, we need to do something, we need to do something, we need to do something. Yeah, 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 we'll get you a place, we'll get you a place. It came down to the last minute, and I would have thought everyone would have known about it. And after I said that, I said, yeah, Metro's cool. And he goes, um, when have you guys been to the Metro? And I said, oh, I don't know, maybe two months ago. He says, really? By the way, he's like, yeah, it was a really successful broadcast. They sold out a beer there. He's like, really? I was like, yeah, they they sold out. Thanks for knowing. Beer. Here's the other thing, too. So, I hate to be giving away behind-the-scenes stuff, but what do I care? So, Chunks, you may want to come in studio for this. You may want to share this. So, I went and ate at uh, Buffalo Wild Wings this afternoon. After I went to go see a fantastic movie, Dubs. What was it? Thank you for smoking. It is oh. very good. Very good movie. Go see it while it's still in theaters. So anyway, I went to go eat at Buffalo Wild Wings in Oviedo. Love that place. And it just so happened the owner was there, Jeff. And he came up to me and my chick while we're eating. Our sweet barbecue wings and our buffalo, uh, buffalo chips with cheddar. He's like, hey, how's it going? You know, we had, a, we had a great time when you guys were out here. I wanted to tell you it was very successful. Thank you for coming out, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, it was really cool. And I'm like, yeah, I'd love to come back out here again. He's like, yeah, that'd be great. And so then check this out. He go, well, have, uh, have Wagstaff get a hold of me, who is Panama Jew, who we had him on earlier in the week. Mm-hmm. That's his wife who handle who was handling that account. I'm like, oh, she doesn't handle that account anymore. Someone else does. He's like, what? Really? So then I wanted to say something. Well, hey, when we were looking for a place for the stunt bowl, you know, someone was supposed to call on you so that we could do it because I wanted to, this was the first place Buffalo Wild Wings yeah, that was the first place we talked about since... now the metro came through yeah thank goodness and so he was just like oh wow I don't even know who's dealing with I'm like well hey we'd love to get a hold I'd love to come back out here mm-hmm. so anyway thank you to Buffalo Wild Wings out in Oviedo love those sweet barbecue wings I'm just gonna go bowling I don't care uh, why? Why do you want to antagonize? Why do you want to antagonize? I'm not antagonizing. That's how I get my frustrations out, dude. All right. Well, we're just spilling the beans. Jim. So we got a new sales guy, Bill, who's badass. Love him. <laughs> I want to name him Omar. I don't know why. Okay, why Omar? Let's just call him Omar. Because there's a band in the '80s, Omar and the Howlers, that did that song, "Good Times in the Land of Plenty." <laughs> And for some reason, he looks I like the singer. I hate you and your stupid, arbitrary knowledge. <laughs> that was worthless. Yeah. You're worthless, Matt. <laughs> Good one. That's true, though. He's right. That comeback works. And he, he uh, just looks like the singer, but like 20 years later. So anyway, the Hideout Bowling League was a very big success. And we want to do it. But we were thinking, you know, it's perfect for after the open door. And we found a place that wants to do it. After and they're very, you know, they're all over it. And it's a cosmic bowling thing. We've got a whole bunch of stuff we're working out. Or maybe we're giving away balls each week, bowling balls, mm-hmm. and you know, just like really some fun stuff. But again, the same guy, not Bill, the sales guy, but you know, 
nixes the idea because uh, it wouldn't be fair to another Friday night client. Even though the person who does that is totally cool with it because he understands it's completely two different audiences. And so, again, we're just like, well, what? Well, why don't you do bowling on Thursday night? Well, Thursday night doesn't work because people have to work on Fridays. And Saturday, I guess we could go back to Saturday, but people have to work on Saturday, too. I mean, we already have a built-in audience that will go on out there with us on Friday nights. Seems like an easy thing to do. But somehow it can't happen. And again, the cause is... All right, you're right. That's a very good call on that. Tommy sent me a picture. We can call him Omar from now on, even though no one will get it. So what? It'll make me chuckle every time. So anyway, that's just some of the behind-the-scenes stuff that's going on. Trying to get stuff done for you guys, the great hideout listeners. I, I miss bowling. I think we go bowling tomorrow night, too. Yeah, and I mean, like, even in this meeting, I mean, um, I think they don't realize, like, how well we like our fans. Like, we actually enjoy them. We like talking to them. We like meeting them. Sometimes I think they get a little greedy, and it angers me at the meetings, and I'm like, no, 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 no. You know, we we need to just kind of do this for them, that they're very loyal and kind to us. They bring us food, and they come in, and they say what's up. I mean, they're like friends. And I, I don't know. It just doesn't seem that they realize we have, like, a very different, awesome type of listener, you know? Mm-hmm. Very involved, very just attached to the show, and we like to reward them. So anyway, I don't know, but that's just a little behind-the-scenes stuff for you. How was that sales meeting, promo meeting? Um, I don't know. Like usually when you you show up, I text message you, but I just pretended to text message you today <laughs> and laughed at myself. Like, dude, look at her over there, nice dress, LOL, and I'd start laughing. Because I hadn't been there in six weeks. At one point, I think I put my head down. <laughs> I did. I love this guy right here. This is my favorite Ugh. guy so far. Is I this going back that. to you? And uh... Yes, and I'm going to give up pretty soon because it's almost the end of the show. But uh, he says I'm too young um, to talk sex, but I can chat it to him. He won't, just won't chat back to me. Whoa. He's getting around it that way. So tell me. So tell me. Why don't you just call? All right, let's play the Hideout Headlines game show. We got Predators tickets to give away. We got gift certificates. We got DVDs. Wrap up the show with the Hideout Headlines game show. Uh, five cat- Six categories. World, national, local, sports, entertainment, strange. And we give you prizes. 407 Star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. Call now, be a winner with the Hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Hideout Headlines Game Show brought to you by the Wholesale Furniture Market. Complete bedroom sets from 899. Wholesale Furniture Market, 40,000 square feet of quality home furniture, 50 to 70% off every day. Wholesale Furniture Market, State Road 436 in Castleberry next to Sam's Club, 407-332-1314. It's a Hideout Real Radio 104.1. We got your categories. I think we need one more player. Otherwise, the board's uh, lit up to my satisfaction. We'll start it off. Everybody on the board will play. We'll start with Biggie in Orlando. Which category you want to roll with, Biggie? World, national, local, sports, entertainment, or strange? 
sports. All right, here's sports for you, my friend. Sports is fill in the blank. This former Minnesota Twin star is having trouble resting in peace as there is a legal battle going on to see who gets his remains. Bernie Puckett? Or Puckett? Yeah, Kirby Puckett. Mm. That's good enough. That's good enough. That, that, works. that works for me. Hold on, Biggie. Pretty Puckett. <laughs> I think he said Bernie. Yeah, Kirby. Uh, Kirby Puckett. Uh, I guess a, his girlfriend slash fiance is trying to claim them, but uh, the kids also want them too that he had from a previous marriage. And in the will, he gave pretty much everything he had to his kids, but they said that he didn't say anything about his remains in the will. Ooh. So that way, so now that I guess that's her loophole. Maddie, UCF, you're next up, man. Sports is off the board. All right, let's go with entertainment. All right. Entertainment is filling the blank, and you had a hint earlier. Announced a week before the E3 video game conference, this popular HBO show will now be made into a video game slated to be released in the fall. What is The Sopranos? That'll work. Thank you for answering in the form of a question. I actually, yeah, hold on. I thought that was already out. Nope. No, that's Godfather. Oh. Godfather's out. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the other ones that are coming out, kind of interesting, I guess Scarface and one of the older games, Reservoir Dogs, also coming out uh, as video games. Uh, you know what? Let's talk about this tomorrow. All right. What old school movie should be turned into a video game? I think that could be a good one. Let's talk. Let's remember that for tomorrow. One of my favorite video games growing up, Jaws on Nintendo. Oh, you go yeah. around collecting the shells. It's so hard at first, though. Uh-huh. But once you got used to it, and the damn shark would just come. Yep. All right, we'll pick that up tomorrow, along with another version of the Hideout. Top Gun was pretty good, too. Hideout, yeah. go. All right, Joshua in Daytona Beach here in the hideout. World, yeah. national, local, or strange? What do you want to go with, man? Uh, let's go with world. All right, here we go. World's multiple choice. A newly elected lawmaker in the Italian parliament is uh, faced with her first challenge, which deals with the issue of what? A, being able to serve in Parliament topless, B, legalized child porn, C, segregated toilets, or D, her overwhelming accumulation of parking tickets. I'm going to go with C. Segregated toilets. That is uh, absolutely correct. Uh, Hold on. Correct. She's a uh, trans, uh, transgendered, <laughs> uh, a transgendered official, and one of the lower-ranking uh, members of Parliament suggested they make another toilet for it. Uh, let me let me see if I can find the the thing's name, or it uh, she he. It's uh it, it, sh- her name is Vladimir Luxuria. <laughs> I'm sure that works. All right, we got to scoot through these fast. <laughs> Travis and Tom will get to play. Here we go, Travis. You ready? Yeah. National, local, or strange? What do you want to go with? Uh, I'll go with National. All right, here we go. National is true or false. After a judge formally sentenced Zacharias Musawi to six life terms, Musawi's ugly, disgusting, bitch horror of human excrement mother pressed Come for on. her country to intervene, stating that the U.S. is cruel for sending her boy to live like a rat in a hole. Is that true or false? False. No. God. <laughs> true. Uh, I like how it's unbiased news, Chunks. Tom and Avito. Uh, you got your choice of local or strange? I'll go with local. Local, which was uh, originally the strange, but it happened in Florida, so I changed it. Local's multiple choice. Out of Clearwater, a man was caught selling stolen motorcycle parts on eBay after he did what? A, put his real address in the description of the page for the items. B, told his buddy from whom he stole the parts that he was selling them. C, labeled the eBay auction as stolen motorcycle parts. Or D, (laughs) took a picture of the parts, uh, which identified him by the tattoos on his toes. I'm going to go with D. D? 
Yes. Yes. Good call. Good job. Good. Uh, he took a picture of the parts and um, took a picture of the motorcycle parts for the picture for eBay. He had a tattoo of white trash on his toes, and that's how the cops caught him. And Dominican Tony, you're going to wrap it up with strange news, my friend. Strange is oh, multiple okay. choice. Dominican Tony, Jackson, uh, Jackson Mayor, uh, Jackson, Mississippi Mayor, Frank Melton said he impulsively asked uh, his police escort to pull over four school buses because, A, he thought they were conducting terrorist activities, B, he didn't like the look of some of the kids, C, he didn't want to have to wait behind the bus while it was making its stops, or D, he just wanted to give all the kids hugs. Uh, C. No, I'm sorry. Unfortunately, it was D. He felt the overwhelming urge to give all the kids hugs on the buses. What's wrong with that? All right, I got a guy who gave me his number, 46-year-old redneck. I got his picture. It should have been sent to you, um, and I gave the number to Tommy. So have Matt call him right now. We're out of time. We can't do it now. Can we do it quick? I don't think so. I mean, we can try. I don't think it's going to work, though. We have a minute and a half. Can we just save it for tomorrow? What if we just take... Um, Ask him if you can call him tomorrow night. What if we just take our segment out of uh, Real Radio oh, yeah, Rewind? I'm calling, so forget it. Nah. I mean, try calling, but we have a minute and a half. We lost him. It's horrible. It's like you're fishing. you got a big bass on the line. It's getting away. You, know it's <laughs> you should see this big bass. Is it the one that... Um... Yes. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, he does. He completely looks like a toucher. Yes. I'm sorry, he bro. Doesn't, he doesn't have uh, long distance, so he can't call us. I right, tell him to call him tomorrow. Yeah, it's too late. He I'm already thinks I'm now. calling, so. I'm calling you. Hello? How are you? I'm doing pretty fine. <laughs> We're gonna go! So, what do you wanna, Damn it. wanna do, fella? <laughs> we gotta like? go! Uh, I'm your worst, uh, I'm your best dream, matter of fact. I'll take it deep. <laughs> you can't say that, you moron. You can't say that. I'm calling from, uh... All right, all right. All right. Wake up with the monsters in the morning. Shadow Breakman days. Phillips fall in the afternoon. Just snuck that one in. All right, I'll back at 7. Don't be ashamed to entertain listening to The Hideout on Road Radio 104.1. I'm going to save this conversation so maybe we can post it. Matt's still talking to him. <laughs> What's he saying? What's he saying, Matt? What do you want to do tonight? <laughs> well, why'd you hang up? <laughs> How did he sound? How did he sound? He sounded like Rusty Nail. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. Everyone knows it goes. Kick him to the floor, step on them hard, step on them hard. Kick him to the floor, cause I, I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. I, I be smacking my hoes. Not interested. Five thousand. I, five thousand.